what's going on everybody uh welcome to the wrestle purist podcast i'm joined today by backup hangman uh chris and ao who is definitely not the same ao as you may be familiar with uh this is a new recruit for wrestle purist and uh, hey, free, free the last big ao he's a fucking political prisoner of twitter bro <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who the last guy is <laughs> Shout out to that nigga though, bro. That nigga was mad paid, mad tall, mad handsome, son, got mad bitches, all that shit. Shout out to that nigga. <laughs> Shout out to him. Free him up. But, yo, welcome to the Recipe Wars podcast. We're going to talk some wrestling news. The Triple H, Tony Khan, war that is starting now. We're going to talk a bit of AEW Dynamite. But, um, yeah, man, I'm going to be polite brick and ask my friends how they're doing so i'll start with you back up man how you doing today bro i'm doing really really good because uh one of the greatest wrestlers of all time is back cm punk um and i'm happy because uh pro wrestling is back so since pro wrestling is back uh i'm a happy camper and i'm looking forward to discussing him and uh, all the other topics coming up with uh with Chris and this fraudulent AO who's <clears throat> a bigger fraud than the original AO. So yeah, I actually uh, um yeah. I actually heard that uh Chicago <clears throat> Phil came back last night. I I know he did. I, I turned yeah, off, yeah. I turned it off. Damn, um, that's crazy. <laughs> I was there's nothing that I was there's nothing that could possibly happen that's interesting after the main mm, event. And, right. And then right. I, I go to Twitter, I see CM Punk came back uh Chicago Phil. Yeah, and I was right, nothing, nothing interesting did happen that's after crazy. the main event. And it's crazy, yeah. But uh, again, uh, I'm really, I'm really happy that that CM Punk is back. Um, you know, I, certain people are gonna get their pop next week when uh, when Tyson Smith returns, and and, and I'm, I'm happy for those people. Um, but uh, in the interim, uh, you know, the actual uh, superstar of the industry is back, and that's CM Punk. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing him in Moxie face, and uh, I think it's gonna be great. I'm very excited. A lot of things have happened over the last week. It's been a very, very interesting period, Monty. I think this is the uh, most interesting period for wrestling in, in a few months. Uh, things are very lively right now. Uh, you know, a lot of these companies are trying to get better in their own way, uh, in the ways that they believe uh, will improve their products, certainly. Um, and it's made for a lot of interesting banter and discourse and stuff like that. So uh, it's just been very fun and interesting to monitor. The The tweets have been hilarious. Um, and so uh, I'm very excited to just get into all that with uh, with Chris and Monty and uh and this and this fake AO. <laughs> no, it's a no, but uh yo, we've got Chris returning as well. It's been feels like it's been a minute too long since he was on one of these. But yeah, uh, man. How, you, how you doing, Chris? Uh you know, I'm fine. I was supposed to be on last week, but you know, something <clears> came up, so I just couldn't. But you know, I'm just here to uh be unbiased and just love pro wrestling. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we do here, you know. Like, yeah, we, just, we love all pro wrestling. There's definitely Chris, was definitely just, Chris not, was just watching main event before we, we we went live. Actually, that's that's how much he loves pro wrestling. You know, there's no agendas around here. You know, you know? I, I wish we didn't have to do the pod right now because I'd be catching Thursday Night Impact. But you know, absolutely, uh, Chris. Chris, what do you do, what do you think of T Bar versus over. what do you think of T Bar versus Ali on on, on main event? Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about wrestling today. You know, like a robot. Hey, man, Monty, uh, it's been a very eventful. Uh, 
Yeah, Monty's been a really eventful couple couple days, uh, in, including today. We actually got some news even before we went live. Well, um, talk to me, man. What's going on in the world of wrestling, man? What's going on? Uh, well, there's a lot going on. There's the Bray Wyatt news. We can yeah. start with that. Um, oh, boy. Bray Wyatt. There's Gargano news. Yeah. There's um, there's news surrounding injuries, like Chris Statlander, Adam Cole, not being yeah. uh, medically cleared. And um, just general, a lot of movement going on with, um, I won't even, it's like, it's like draft picks, transfers, yeah. you know, yeah. who's going where, you know, like all sport. that sort of stuff. But um, I kind of give it to you with what you want to sure. start with, really. Um, sure. Uh, then if if I may have the floor, then uh, kind of what I want to get into, guys, is uh, this ongoing uh, public battle, perception battle, discourse war, whatever you want to call it, between... <laughs> Uh, Tony Khan and <laughs> Paul Levesque, because I, I just think it's so fascinating, you know, because when, when it's Tony versus Vince, it, it's no fun because one, um, the, the quality gap between the shows is like super, super, super big. Um, but even beyond that, Vince doesn't pay attention to social media and he doesn't make fan friendly decisions when it comes to roster moves, um, nor does he do the kind of pop the crowd hype monger things on the shows like surprises and stuff. He just does whatever he wants and he does it in his own little vacuum, in his own bubble. And there's no kind of intersection, and it's, it's just it's just boring, right? Um, when it's when it's Khan and Hunter, it's more interesting for this reason. Uh, when they went at it, uh, you know, when it was Wednesday night, the Wednesday night war, um, you know, Tony's show was was ultimately a better show and a, a more successfully performing show. Um, but what was interesting was that they kind of were in a similar stands box, and they kind of liked the same types of wrestlers. You know, Triple H likes good pro wrestlers, as does Tony Khan. So they're going to be in competition for signing guys like this. Um, and Hunter is certainly more competent than a Vince McMahon. And so, uh, you know, the gap wasn't as wide. And so it, it was just really funny to just, you know, like you guys all remember, like it was very toxic, but it was also funny to just see the tweets and, you know, the, the rating stuff and all that kind of stuff. Right now we fast forward to 2022 and it's a much, much bigger scale thing. AEW is a bigger promotion than they were three years ago. Uh, they're a much more talented and deeper promotion when it comes to the roster. Um, Triple H now he's heading the whole ship. It's not just small time NXT. It's Raw <laughs> SmackDown. Um, so it's much more interesting in that stance. Uh, and you know, like I said, they're in competition for for talent. Uh, you know, Tony has a lot of the great wrestlers locked up right now. So you know, there's not much in in that direction. But there's still a couple guys on the horizon in free agency. And so it's just really interesting to see who's going to get who. Um, and, and seeing these guys kind of play their cards week after week is really really interesting. Uh, Hunter, he 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 brought back EO Sky and Dakota Kai, and he brought back Bailey, and that did feel like a, a big, you know, one-two punch. And you know, again, in the discourse war, as you will, and perception battle, you know, the next day it really did feel like, oh man, like he he kind of made a big statement. That was a that was a genuine statement. And um, you know, if you remember Monty that week, we had all those fightful reports about like. You know, like people's perception of Triple H and, you know, the backstage reaction to Triple H and the boys being happy and, you know, uh, people in AEW's reaction and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, it, it kind of seemed like, you know, things were favorably in his direction. He followed this up by bringing back Karrion Cross and Dexter Loomis. Um, and, and then that... <laughs> You know, and, yeah, yeah, and, and and then Tony's response to that was his trap card to CM Punk. So, uh, you know, it's just been really fun to see these guys kind of counter each other and, and 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 what comes of that. Tony made a comment about 
you know, WWE's product and how it's been improved in recent weeks. And uh, that's just a, a pretty agreeable <laughs> statement. I, I, I think everybody would agree on that. Uh, so, yeah, man, I, I guess what I want to talk about generally, I, I just wanted to lay the whole groundwork for everybody. Um, I, what I want to talk about, though, is um, what do you guys make of the landscape? What do you guys make of the moves coming up? Um, one of them being Triple H bringing back uh, Hit Row, apparently. He's he's <laughs> he's talking to uh, AJ Francis and to Hootie Miles uh, tomorrow. Um, what do you what do you guys make of that? What do you guys make of, of, of the, the, the <laughs> you guys make of uh, the belief that Bray Wyatt is, is on the horizon uh, as, as well as uh, Johnny Gargano, who's uh, who Shawn Michaels has been tasked with Johnny, the Johnny conversation. That's a different uh, conversation. I heard I heard I heard they had Shawn Michaels doing some things. For that man, so we gonna that's, we gonna discuss that um separately from all this. Okay, but um, I'm like y'all can go first. Chris, man, what do you what do you make of uh, all the moves being made on both sides? Um, what, what's what's the score right now when it comes to, when it comes to the public and the discourse battle? Um, and and, and looking forward in the point, so Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and we're because we're at halftime right now, uh, and so. <laughs> What adjustments need to be made on both sides? What's going on, man? What are you seeing on the floor? Hey, man. After SummerSlam, you know, EO and uh, Dakota and Bailey back to back to back. Yeah. Hey, hey, Triple H went on a, a quick little run, you know. Uh, <laughs> rest of the show was, yeah, like, you know, uh, Rob was cool. You know, Talk that um, shit, bro. And then Hunter fucking, this nigga thought he was Curry and pulled up at half court. <laughs> and, Brought was, back. Was, was, cross? Was, was cross a heat check? Was that a heat check? <laughs> Did he? That's a heat check, nigga. <laughs> he said, "Yo, Chris, yo, Chris, that nigga, yo, listen, Chris." He was reading the tweets, and people called him Papa. Hey, she's like, "Yeah, I am him, bro." Oh, let me call this nigga Cross up. Uh, <laughs> this nigga brought back Cross. Nigga did not get a pop from the crowd. You know, niggas on Twitter acting like they happy. Oh my god, Canyon Cross. Y'all don't really care about no goddamn Canyon Cross. I see that. All right. <laughs> Shit, nigga. Um, and then you know, Monday Night Raw had you know the marks Raven talking about, hey, this is a good show. You know, I'm just mm -hmm. saying these niggas had Miz main event at Raw, so I don't know if. <laughs> We, we might have to slow the roll on this nigga Triple H being uh, most improved player, bro. Because most improved, that was nasty. <laughs> and then what this he... nigga brought back Samuel nice. Shaw, bro. Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis. And... <laughs> Cody, sure, you know. Y'all niggas checking for Dexter Loomis? Y'all checking for so... Dexter Loomis? <laughs> who he? Who he got to um... bring back to? Who he got to bring back to beat the trick y'all allegations? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bring back the rock. Back is locked up. Gotta bring back the rock, nigga. Bring back Cedar. Now y'all maybe ain't tripping. Get your shit off, bro. Get your shit off. Chris. I'm sorry, bro. You know what? You know where Dexter Loomis was before he came back to WWE. That nigga was in NWA. Job in the fucking Tyrus, nigga. What are we talking about here, bro? Nobody wanted shit to do with that nigga, bro. Impact ain't want him. AW ain't want him. MLW ain't want him. Like fuck, bro. Them I was gonna go to NWA. Tattoos, bro. Hey, this nigga. Nigga was tagged for Eddie Dancer with Billy Corgan for fucking chicken tenders. AJ's not gonna work this AJ's not gonna work Dexter Lewis, man. Hey, listen, bro. 
<laughs> hey, listen. We're gonna Look, see if it, AJ still got it, nigga. Hey, listen. I, I'll Go say on. this. Hunter, Hunter needs to offset some of these moves with some hoopers. One hundred percent. You, you can't do crossing Loomis back to back. Like that's crazy. Like that's just mad crazy, bro. You gotta, hey, man. like, right. nigga, you gotta break that up, bro. You gotta throw. Oh, it away, he, bro. Think, he thinks Carrion crosses him though, bro. Like this is what. And, like, and here's, he my, here's my, here's my, he's just my dropped thing. Sasha Banks on me. Like, so, this well, is here's, what I'm here's saying, my bro. Thing, here's my thing, Monty. You know, I know niggas get their jokes off the cross. Like, people get their jokes off, and, and it was funny. It was objectively very nasty to throw him in the middle of a Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre segment in the main event of the show. That's mad crazy. Um, but you can at least argue that, at least in, in Triple H world, Cross is like a, a, a main event star, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, Loomis is crazy. Like, like dedicating a show to a mystery angle, and then the mystery is Loomis, is crazy. Um, to me, I maintain that that's just a, a lead-up to Gargano. Um, but it's still crazy, you know, in, in the perception battle, it's like you just re- you gave us back to back cross and Loomis. That's dirty. Um, so to me, you got to offset that with a Hooper. You got to throw in a Leo Rush. And then the, what he follows up like Dexter Loomis with is Mr. Top Dollar. Um, so, yeah. Uh, hey, what did, what, did I, what did I tell you? Hey, man. What's up? What did I tell you about Triple H? Uh, what did you say about Triple H? I said Triple H trick y'all, bro. This nigga, <laughs> this nigga Tony Khan, this nigga Tony Khan is beating Triple H GH's ass, bro. This nigga need to call some real hoovers. He's not, bro. Yo. He need to call, this nigga needs to call Ben Carter. He needs to call a Melo. He, he needs to call Roddy, bro. Like, hire back fucking Nash Carter or something. Put, put back MSK, bro. This nigga, this, nigga, this nigga is hiring people that Fed stands are crying about on the timeline, bro. This nigga brought back. Carrying KKK cross, nigga. Come on, bro. Nigga, nigga thought that if he fucking made this shit black and white, that niggas wouldn't, nigga, you get that fucking gym suit fucking stink off that nigga. No, nigga, you still smell like a fucking sex slave, nigga. You fucking clown. Nigga still remember you as a nigga with a funny helmet in the gym suit, nigga. Yo, this nigga, this nigga had a whole mystery angle. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? This nigga had Tommaso Ciampa twerking on the timeline. Posting pictures of Johnny and Candice, nigga. Posting Johnny's fucking, <laughs> fucking winky face and shit. Brought back Dexter Loomis, cuz. What are we talking about? <laughs> Yo, nah, that's the crazy thing. What the fuck are we talking about here? <laughs> Yo, this man Chopper. Cold Mello, nigga. He was tweeting the DIY symbol. This man didn't escape. He dedicated the master Harley race. He dropped 17 paragraphs about this man. And he had, you knew that raw rating was because dudes tuned in like, I, right, I'm finna see Gargano tonight. It's it's Cleveland, you know. Yo, 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 niggas, niggas, niggas heard, <laughs> niggas heard Top Dollar coming back, right? And they started, they left their cribs, they ran to the street, right? You thought they ran to the streets to celebrate, nigga? They run into the nearest bridge. They're gonna do a shooting star press off that motherfucker, bro. Them niggas do not want. Ten niggas do not want Top Dollar on their television screen. <laughs> This is crazy. <laughs> they about to do a fucking six thirty splash into the nearest river, my nigga. They want right, so niggas do not want top dollars fucking ABC one two three raps, nigga. Uh, oh my god! I right, look. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this in all seriousness. Simmer it, but um, man, bring it back. Monty, Monty, so, so Triple H one hundred percent has uh, Triple H. It's tricky, <laughs> Triple H has Gargano. And uh, Sasha and Naomi in his back pocket. Tony Khan has uh, Kenny Omega. 
and and hey, yo. But yeah, no, so 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 Tony has you know Kenny Omega and probably MJF in his back pocket. Hunter has Sasha, Naomi, and Gargano, and perhaps uh, Bray Wyatt additionally. Now, objectively, if you were just just to analyze this, would you uh, pause, blow your load on a TV show, and respond in a reactionary way by throwing one of these people on TV, or do you still stick to the presumed plan of throwing these people at the Clash of the Castle show? Um, I don't know, man. Gargano obviously made a lot of sense. Last uh, last week, so it's just kind of like I mean, it just depends. It depends where everyone fits. Like I'm, I'm hearing rumors about like Triple H trying to like, you know, the try to catch everyone by surprise with how he does the debuts and stuff like yes. that. And it's just yes. like, like, come on, bro, like just do the debut at the, debut. the right time, you know? Yeah. Um, I've always thought that like every week, book the best possible show. Like I don't believe in like, I hate saving shit. You know, mm. because by the time that time that time you're saving for comes around, there'll be something else. People don't that's care. Just how re- yeah, Bro, they, they, if, that's just how if, wrestling if works. If he had the ability to put Johnny Gargano on television, that first role that he did, and he chose not to, he's a fucking idiot. It's gonna be a long time before 2.2 million people are watching Raw again. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Wrong. That's not me being a hater. That's just reality. Yeah. So, because uh, you know, you know what's gonna happen, Ao. You know, week three, when, when that shit goes down to 1.8 and then maybe even potentially 1.7, you know, that's going to be because B, because people who tuned in like, I, I'm going to come back and you touch 1.4. That's cr- That's not happening. <laughs> but, um, you know, what's going to happen is people are going to come like, back and you touch 0.07. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but in all seriousness, it's like the people, who, the extra people who are like, all right, I'm watching to see if this guy's here. Like those people aren't going to sit through multiple three hour shows straight without getting that that person. You know, so um, I'm not saying throw Sasha and Johnny and Bray Wyatt on the same show. You can obviously save one of the one or two of those surprises for the pay-per-view. Um, but give me something, nigga. Damn. Like, you can't just throw me, you know, you, know, you can't throw me Dexter Loomis and, and Tahuni <laughs> Miles on these TV shows. And, and, and like, like you, you know, it's, so, it's, it's crazy. Who do we think is actually coming back? In general? Like, what, what, what are we dealing with? But who um, do you today, back up and then think yeah, coming yeah. back to WWE? Who's on who's on that in, list? In, in, in the immediate couple months? Yes. Sure. Um Johnny Gargano, Naomi Sasha, Bray Wyatt, Leo Rush, um probably Tegan Knox. Um, mm-hmm. and then from there, uh you're looking at a lot of the NXT releases of the last year that don't have concrete jobs. Um, I was told things about the former Biff. B- oh no, actually not. He's current. Uh, Biff Busick. I've been I've been told about him. Um, I heard about him being brought back as a talent, um, but another person told me about him being brought back as a coach. Uh, nonetheless, he's a good worker. Uh, you know, he's probably going to get brought back in some capacity. Um, I've heard of some call ups for certain guys that are in NXT. Uh, what else do we have here? Who? Uh, okay. What I could say publicly is that. Um, Triple H eventually wants to bring Roderick Strong up as a singles wrestler, um, and that that shouldn't be too surprising. He 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 loves Roddy, um, yeah. and, and he also ha- he kind of owes him too because he got this guy to resign and then immediately had a heart attack and NXT changed, you know. And and the reasons for why Roddy resigned all got taken like from under his feet, you know. He Roddy was told literally, 
Yeah, Roddy was told literally, like, you're going to get your own stable and we're going to build a cruiserweight division around you. And then, like, and Diamond Mine was there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and then his wife gets fired. Diamond Mine gets changed up. NXT becomes 2.0. The cruiserweight title gets defunct. You know, he's like, why am I even here? You know, mm-hmm. and, and then they didn't grant him his release. So at this point, they owe him, you know. Um, who else? Um, Escobar. Es- Escobar is going to get called up. The, the whole Legato team is probably getting called up to SmackDown. Um, what else? Um, expect a couple. I, I, I'm i going to call them because it was described to me as 2.0 graduations. Um, so you can just kind of do the math there uh, when it comes to just key 2.0 people that are going to be um, brought up. The thing is, I, I, I have a feeling that some of the graduations are going to be saved until they can replace them with certain guys, which is yeah. why, <clears throat> look, Hunter is not done signing. Uh, it was made clear to me that this period is going to be an aggressive signing period for him because he kind of wants his rosters overall finalized um, come like mid-September because once he has all the kind of groupings of talent that he wants, he's going to then delegate which ones he wants on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Uh, and he'll be able to do that in September because after Clash of the Castle and the, the Peacock special for NXT, um, then he'll be able to do the draft. So... That's that's how it was meant. That's how it was uh, um, explained to me. And and again, look, bringing back your former NXT guys, uh, I I understand that because it's like, you know, they're your guys, and you don't want to waste your efforts. And most of them are good. Most of them are good. Like Dakota Kai is good. Io Shirai is great. Uh, these these are talented people. Um, are, are some of them kind of you know not the best? Sure. Um, but I, I I do I do hope you know just purely as a fan. That you know, along with these people, are the Leo Rushes of the world, and you know some of those types of guys. Um, so I guess that's the best way I can answer your question. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna um, be it's gonna be a very fun period. You said, you said anything about Brian Braun? Okay, <clears throat> so <laughs> the CYN boys <laughs> are are like the, the top CYN boys are wanted, you know. Um, and and in regards to Bray Wyatt. The expectation is just that he's gonna he's gonna be back, you know. Him and him and Vince McMahon were on really really poor terms last last little bit. Um, you know, this is this is partially speculation on my part, but I, I'd like to argue that uh, Bray's creative vision being just butchered by Vince actively contributed to his uh, just personal dissatisfaction with with everything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's that's, that's actually basically known. Uh, but yeah, like he just, you know, he was not having fun and his vision was being ruined. And, uh, you know, him him voicing this openly uh, led to Vince not being fond of him at the end. And that contributed to him being released. So um, with Vince out of the way, I'd imagine that Triple H will bring him back. When I asked about Bray, someone basically kind of implied to me that uh, the holder right now is, is whether he plays the Fiend or not. Like it was straight up told to me that like uh, Triple H doesn't want him as the Fiend and Bray wants to be the Fiend. And and I, I think I think that's for Bray. And this is Bray has really strong um, belief in the act, you know, and and I, I could see in his head being like, no, you don't get it. Like the way I see it, like it'll work. It's just that you your your um, what's the word? Your your reference point is is the Vince version of it. That sucks. So so yeah, that seems like it's gonna be a tough one because. Um... So it's like Bray wants to prove a point with that character, if that is the case, of course. Um, it's kind of like what I said about Karrion Cross with Vince completely butchering Karrion Cross, And I think a big part of um, Triple H bringing Cross back is to kind of 
prove to himself that he can do it properly and not the way that um, he got butchered by Vince. So um, kind of shade to that with Bray Wyatt, but obviously with himself rather than someone else wanting to prove it for him. Um, it is interesting because Bray is somewhat divisive on Twitter. Then, but when you really look at the replies to tweets and stuff like that from the big accounts, like he is definitely very, uh, very popular, and it's um, it'd be somewhat surprising. Just for most people to see how many people in AEW's fan base are actually like fans of Bray Wyatt, I think. Um, <laughs> but when you speak to most uh, Bray Wyatt, when you speak to most AEW fans, they're kind of uh, you know against Bray Wyatt. So yeah, yeah Bray Wyatt, I think personally suits WWE more anyway. But um, you know, what's, you know what's thing about Bray Wyatt, there's, there's, there's oh, a such thing as uh, WWE acts that are very good. But they wouldn't translate well to AEW, like like the Fashion Police with like Fandango and and Tyler Breeze. Like I think everybody when they were allowed to do get their shit off, I think everybody thought that shit was entertaining. Does anybody <laughs> want that shit in AEW? No. Like the, That's the Iconics, that was a, that was an entertaining act. Does anybody want that in AEW? No. Like that. That's why I put. That's why I put the Fiend. I like the Fiend a lot. And mm. I like I, I, when when he was a lot when when the act was good. I like the Fiend. Yeah, I did not want this nigga Bray Wyatt in AEW, bro. I don't want him anywhere near AEW. When he goes back to WWE, I'll watch his shit. If it's good, I'll be happy. I'm not gonna put it over on the timeline because I have the <laughs> to maintain. But I'll be happy. I'll be happy to watch. I'll be happy for him and shit. But I'm just not putting it over on the timeline. You know what I find interesting, Monty? Like Bray is the the perception on him is so split. Like. Like, you know, WWE fans who are just into the, you know, the special effects and, and the gimmick and the entrance and stuff. Like, they think he's awesome, you know. Um, but, like, people who are more, I guess, oriented towards AEW, like, they, they're they wrestling-centric. And they just see him as a guy who can't work great matches. And so he doesn't have much value to them as a talent. And they kind of laugh at, like, the spooky stuff and the gimmick. And so it, it's it's just really crazy because, like, he is he is a star. You know, he made a ton of money for WWE. And he is a big name, so uh, it's just interesting seeing that like that really broad uh, disconnect. Like I, 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 I almost envision once he comes back, like there's gonna be a lot of split opinion on the timeline. You're probably gonna see people dunking like, "LOL, they brought back Bray." <laughs> LOL. Whereas other people are gonna be like, you know, going crazy, like really excited for it. Uh, so that's just interesting. What do you, what do you make of Bray Wyatt, Chris? Uh, I like Bray Wyatt a lot. I like him as a person. He seems like a really cool person. I mean, He's personally, bro, I never, I never fucked with the theme, bro. I like Swamp fucking boss leader Bray Wyatt way more than the theme, bro. Like, really? He he was doing all these weird ass promos Swamp that made no sense boss, and went you know? nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I think, like, I was talking to Monty about this before we started. Like, with the fiend. Some shit just doesn't make sense. Like, why is the fiend like obeying wrestling rules when he's a fucking demon from hell? Why does he have a match <laughs> card? Why does this nigga have entrance music when he's a demon from hell? It's like I don't understand it. And then the matches were just stinky, uh, other than the uh, Brian matches and like the Alexa stuff was god awful. Um, I don't know, bro. I like Wyatt family. Why uh, if they go back to that, I don't know, you know, shit, something like that. Chris, Chris, you bring cool, up a good I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> you bring up a good point, Chris, because um 
like this is the thing with supernatural gimmicks and wrestling. It's like, you know, you can there's a line to toe where a guy is just kind of a, a weird off kilter guy, but ultimately he's still a professional wrestler who just happens to be kind of, I guess, weird, so to speak. And then you go, then you cross the line and you get these people who are like supernatural beings with powers that just choose to, I guess, ply their craft in a professional wrestling setting. And it's like, why? If you want to take over the world, why don't you do that? If you want to control the masses, why don't you do that in the real world? Why do you do it in a pro wrestling setting? Like, what's your what's your aim in a pro wrestling match? You know, it's, it's a good point. Um, it, it's why, like, Undertaker should have never worked as a gimmick, you know, because, like, it's so preposterous. But he just pulled it off. Um, but a lot of people who followed him in, in similar um, lanes just don't work. Uh, and it's also why Aleister Black's stable and Aleister Black in general, like, it, it, it was such a tricky line to toe. And I was really worried, like, oh, man, I hope they don't just have, like, straight-up magical powers. It's going to be really just weird. Uh, and they kind of delved away from it a little bit. And and I think they've they've reached a, a good line now, you know the House of Black. So it's just, it's just interesting to talk about. Like I, I Bray Bray is such a, a polarizing wrestling figure, and there's people who like versions of him, but not every version of him, and people who just think he always sucked. Uh, I'm I'm closer to Chris in that I I prefer Swamp Leader Cult Leader Bray. The problem with that Bray, the reason why he had to change was that he was booked like garbage. You know he had no credibility. He kind of had to change his gimmick. Because like the the Bray Wyatt in that version just he lost all his value, you know. And, and the Fiend was super cool to me at first when he when he debuted with the, you know, with the with the the mask and everything. Um, but even with that, it's like by the time we got to Seth Rollins, you know, in the Hell in a Cell, like it was just like what are we doing here? You know, he just got so preposterous and and mishandled pretty quickly. Um, but you know, it, it'll be cool to see him back. I I, I also like Bray like on a you know I don't know him personally, but obviously, but. Um, he seems like a good guy, and he seems like he's kind of had a. I was about to ask Chris. I was like, "Yo, that's that's your man's, bro." No, yeah, no, 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 no. No, but in all seriousness, it seems like he's had a rough go the last year and a half. Uh, so, um, if he gets to do what makes him happy, uh, in a setting where he doesn't have to deal with Vince McMahon, uh, I'm happy for him. Uh, so I guess uh, moving on from that. Oh, I just wanted to add real quick. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not like people try to like compare him to the Undertaker and shit, and like why all oh, the Undertaker's succeeded? Why can't he? The Undertaker was grandfathered in as something that was widely deemed to be acceptable. If if they did everything the same, or even even if you found a better worker than Undertaker and a better actor than Undertaker, the nigga would be stronger okay. than Undertaker. Niggas would not accept that shit in in no. 2019, 2020, 2021. They'd be no, like, "This is so work. fucking stupid." Like if the Undertaker never existed in the 90s, and then you just like start just started the act today, is what I'm saying. Like people would yeah. not accept it. Like they accepted it because of Mark Calloway doing it back then and shit. Because it was okay to be, like, campy in wrestling back then, pretend, mm -hmm. like, all that shit, like, was, was going on and shit. So you know the thing about it, Dale? You know what's crazy, Dale? All those the thing is, Taker was one of many weird, preposterous, silly gimmicks of, of his, his time, and most of them died in, like, a year. Most mm. of them died immediately. Like, uh, maybe some of them were dead on arrival, you know? Like, they, they, we, had, we had hockey players. We had guys who were... You know, garbage men and things like that. Uh, um, and, and the well, reason why, the reason why, um, what? You remember um, what they had Rikishi doing? He was like the sultan. The sultan. No, no, no. They also had the uh, what's it called? The when he was like when he was like helping kids like stay off drugs and not join gangs, <laughs> and shit, make, make a difference tattoo or some shit. Yeah, make a difference tattoo. And he was like this. 
he was dressed like this like hip hop b boy in like a, a kind of a fresh jumpsuit. I can't lie. He was low key um, dressed like the fucking Funkasaurus, bro. Like yeah, he's the just in the jumpsuit, the fucking he, bucket hat and shit. He was yeah, like bucket hat. He, he was numbered. Yeah, he was dressed like he was in the LL Cool J video from like 1989, and he's telling kids to just stay off the drugs, man. And and, and it's just, these gimmicks are so <laughs> silly, and and none of them, none of them, none of them stuck. None of them got that over. None of them made money. None of them, you know, lasted. But somehow this this mythological wizard man, you know, who gets his powers from an urn, like that's what endured. And and you know, a lot of people say this, but I think it's because Taker played it so straight. You know what I mean? Like he just he just took it super seriously, even though it's like so silly. Um, and you know what? I, I guess the best comparison to that now, even though it's much more subdued, is Miro. Because Miro's gimmick is really, really silly. Like this guy is talking about pagans and his God and his message and his mission. And and it's like, it's like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And he's like in a dark room, like looking up at the ceiling and shit. It's so ridiculous. But he he says it with such conviction and he's so serious and he looks like a badass. And so you're just like, all right, fuck it. He's just he's just doing what he has to do for his God. Like, I who, who am I to tell oh, him? That's what I'm saying. Like, like, who's the one to tell me I'm corny? That's what I'm saying. Like, I honestly, man, I we I, I always talk about this. When it comes to weird gimmicks, man, it really is just man, it's on the guy playing the gimmick to just pull it off. You know, Joe Gacy stinks. And, and I I 100 percent blame it on obviously the material is garbage, but I honestly think if I think Bray Wyatt, Monty, I think Wyndham Rotunda could pull off Joe Gacy. As insane as that sounds, I think Wendell Rotunda, if he if he, if he did that material, you're like, nah, I I think he could he could say that, that material is bad, bro. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bro. really bad. But but I think a better orator. It's really bad, bro. <laughs> I think I think Tom Budgeon, Tommy End, Malachi Black. I think he could pull off Joe Casey. I think him bro. just being him being like, you know, what the fuck is Joe Casey? You're about? underestimating the Casey gimmick, fam. It's bad. It's, it's bad. No, it's bad. It's like, really it's bad. Really <laughs> bad. Right. Look what they've done to our boy Bron Breaker, bro. Yeah, you know it, it, it set it set that man <laughs> off. He rallied his momentum, bro. Yeah, yeah, you no, know, like, like permanently. You know, like he needs to get out of there. Y'all blaming uh Jogazi for that? Anyways. Oh, um, <laughs> yo, what yeah. that? Y'all just asking yeah. questions, bro. I didn't say. I'm just saying, like you. We need to get used to muting this. When you're when you're two major feuds back to back, or Joe Gacy and Squarehead, it, there's no coming back from that. Um. So, but yeah, man, I, gimmicks really. It, it really just depends on the guy, and 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 Miro's pulling this shit off because he's a badass, and you can't tell him shit. So you just kind of have to. He believes it, so you believe it. Uh, and and uh, that's the case with Taker, and that's what's happened with Bray Wyatt, and that's why Bray Wyatt's endured. Um, before we kind of get into some of the broader other stuff and, and dynamite, uh, I, I I do think it's important now to kind of talk about where we are in this landscape and how these shows are performing. Um, you know, because cable right now is is pretty down uh, across the board in the summertime. <laughs> um, but despite cable being down, uh, Monday Night Raw is up, and uh, I, our our resident statistician and unbiased. Um, analysis ao uh, i kind of want him to break down some of these numbers for us so um we'll start with raw uh, ao monday night raw this week it, it did uh as per brandon thurston it did uh 1,956,000 viewers and it did a, a 0.54 uh-huh. in 1849 what do you make of this number uh what should we take away from this, Point, this, this 0.54 this huh? 0.54 interesting um well mm-hmm. give me give me the down to my numbers and i'll i'll put my uh Put all my thoughts in a 
in, in, in one go. Sure. So okay, give so the, give me the raw numbers one more time, then give me the dynamite numbers right after. Rod Rod did 1.95 and a 0. 0.54. Uh-huh. Dynamite did 972,000 viewers and uh -huh. a 0.33 in, in the key demo. Okay. Yeah. So what was it in the key demo? 0. 0.33. Interesting. Yeah. So you know, um, you know me, big AO. I'm very unbiased. Very I, like I just I play everything straight, bro. I don't if, if something's not looking good for a company I support, it's not looking good. If something's looking great for a company I don't support, it's looking great for them, bro. But that being said, yeah. All right, this is my official breakdown of the stats. Okay, you niggas sitting there, right? You niggas sitting there waiting every week for the fucking demos and total viewers for fucking wrestling programs to drop, nigga. You niggas need to go and get some bitches, nigga. You niggas over there talking about some 18 or 49 demographics and shit. Why don't you text some bitches that are 18 or 49 years old? What the fuck, nigga? You incel ass niggas, bro. Stop talking to me about no some fucking demos, nigga. You niggas hear about this shit and talk about this shit for fucking hours, nigga. You niggas are making no bread off this shit. No bread <laughs> being dicks to this shit, bro. What is wrong with you niggas? Chris. Chris, you know who cares about ratings like this? You know, you know who cares, Chris? <laughs> them niggas who are already making them nasty ass fucking tributes, bro. Them oh are the my niggas, God. Those are the niggas who fucking oh care God. about these numbers, bro. These oh nasty motherfuckers. <laughs> these yo, 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 yo. I'll tell you right now. If you, if you are, if you debated Dynamite's fucking ratings, you laughed. If you fucking twerked, you did backwards over that shit. Get a job, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, go outside, bro. Get some bitches. Do anything. Get a pet. Stop it! Stop putting our numbers in your fucking room full of fucking piss-filled bottles and empty Domino's boxes, my nigga. <laughs> niggas is waiting for the fucking fucking ratings to drop them out. The good guys won again. <laughs> in your room, bro. Call your mom. Now, now you know gets me, Ao. The people who are in the comments of the, the the guys who tweet the ratings and they're like, first in cable, first in the like, first of the night. Yeah, the first. Bro, get a fucking life. <laughs> that being said, said hangman. Yeah. Shout out to AW, number one on cable six weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what, are your, what are your thoughts on uh, the battle of the belts numbers and, and the points, the point twelve that they did? Uh, uh, oh, I didn't catch. Day. I didn't catch. Uh, I didn't catch the numbers. Got you. <laughs> Got you. Say one more time. Battle of belts. Oh, you're breaking up, bro. Anyway, what's the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Dynamite had a, a terrific show last night. I think everybody could agree on that. Um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! We gotta talk about what they got my close personal friend HBK doing over there, bro. What happened? <laughs> what Triple H got HBK doing over there? Talk about Gargano. Tell and give give the backstory for everybody who doesn't know. Oh fuck, we lost. All right. Well, backstory. Yeah, let, let's work on getting Chris Where's back. Chris but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. His, his phone probably died. Just, um, but not, the general gist is uh, Triple H wants Johnny Gargano back. Uh, and a lot of people backstage want Johnny Gargano back, uh, including some talent. And so Triple H decided to task Shawn Michaels specifically um, with the job of uh, bringing Johnny back. Nice. And so what, what does that entail? What does that mean? Nice. What are the specifics? Who knows? We just know that Shawn has been tasked with bringing Johnny Gargano back to WWE. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that Triple H called HBK yeah. and told that nigga that he had to 
bust out the Megan the Stallion knees and twerk for Johnny Gargano. Yeah, that's crazy. So you're telling me that Triple H gave <laughs> HBK a promotion and he's now the HTIC, the head twerker in <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Is he is he is he doing it? <laughs> that's that's nasty. yo. This nigga, this nigga Hunter, this nigga Hunter, bro. He said, "Yo, that's nobody nasty. shakes their ass quite like you, Sean." Oh my god, <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, but you know what? You know what? It it probably worked. You know, Gargano was feeling it. He was like, "Yeah, man. this nigga try to mute me. This nigga Monty try to silence me. You can't silence me. What? Yo, 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 listen. They hated me because I told the truth. <laughs> yo, yo, this man this, said this, I'm this. being silenced, you know. Shawn Michaels walked in and, and all you heard was. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get his copyright strike. Yo, <laughs> yo. Yeah. Hunter said all that twerking you was doing for Vince is what got you my job, right? Well, put it to good use, bro. Get get Johnny back. Get Johnny back. Listen, I haven't really been keeping up to date with the comments, but yeah, HCIC is coming in. I'll try to get them up on the screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Toss some comments up, man. Telling him, telling him to go grovel for Johnny is crazy, bro. Yo, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I think Triple H shot a little boy on. I don't know. You told me. Mike, who, little boy who Sean Michaels? Little try to little boy Sean. He said, "Hey, little listen, man. I run the company now. Go, go get Gargano back. back. You, bro. You, think, you think Gargano and Triple H don't have a good relationship? Come on, bro. He gonna pick up the phone and call that nigga. <laughs> yeah, that, that that is kind of crazy to me that like Hunter could just hit him up directly, but he said, "Nah, Sean, I need you to bust it back." Little boy, you know that's little boy. Go call Johnny for me. That's what he's doing for Vince. He said, he said, that's your punishment for ruining my fucking show, nigga. That is. <laughs> Nasty over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Civil War. Civil War 2. Johnny no uh, fucking HBK versus Triple H is coming soon, never, bro. Remember, never. Never. Those that's and before you get dynamite. Yeah. Before you get dynamite. Yeah. It's weighing very heavily on my spirit, bro. Mm -hmm. Everybody in here, there's like a hundred, there's 160 people in here. Go yeah. follow me on Twitter right now. I lost my old Twitter page. You know, I'm fucking political prisoner. They try to ship me off the Guantanamo Bay. It's terrible. It's ruler AO. X instead of an E. You know the worst part about losing my page, Hangman? What's up? It's not It's not all the wrestlers that followed me that are gone it's now. Not it's not the promoters that follow me that are gone it's now. Not it's not It's not just the overall number, bro. It's not the numbers? It's, it's, it's the bad bitches that follow me when I was dropping thirst traps, bro. They're oh, all man. gone, nigga. And I'm oh, not going to put them on so for a minute. On this one until the dust kind of settles and shit. But yo, like, if, if any bad bitches are listening to a fucking wrestling podcast on a Thursday afternoon, not uh, happening. Go, go ahead and follow me, bro. I'm still a fine <laughs> ass nigga. I just, I just gotta come. Got what is going on? We're gonna get back on. We're gonna get back on track. That nigga hopped on the pod to get the hose in line. That's crazy. what happened when I left. Crazy. Um, crazy. We 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 were discussing. Uh, uh, Sean Michaels has been personally tasked with bringing Gargano back, and and Ao said that Triple H told that man Sean to twerk for him, and he called hey. he called Sean Michaels the HTIC, the head twerker in charge. So. Hey man, Sean might be back on them on that stuff, man. I don't know. That is crazy. 
God is a born again Christian, man. We're not gonna do this shit to Shawn Michaels, man. He found God, bro. He found God, man. He found God, bro. He saw the light, you know. Found found God. Came back to WWE. Oh man. I uh I I I'm I'm just before we get into it, I, I am really looking forward to seeing how people like AO and Chris spin uh, the returns of Gargano and Sasha. Like that's gonna be so funny. Like just seeing how that bro, it's so it, it's really easy to... no spin because I'm on record on my Twitter yeah. saying I do not want Johnny Gargano. Oh y'all, when Sasha comes back, I'm gonna be in shambles, bro. I'm gonna probably no sell it. That's what Sasha Banks is doing now. Whatever. I can't. I, I, can't, I can't install her. I'm never going. I'm not going to be yeah, can't do it. I, I, I love Sasha Banks. This nigga Johnny yeah. Gargano, I'm on record. I never wanted him in AEW, bro. It's like we got a lot of short white hoopers already. We don't need that. Like, the, like uh, an example I gave is, is Trey Young is a fantastic player. He's great. Fantastic player. All He's going to be running an all-star, all that. Yeah, if you're the Golden State Warriors, why would you want Trey Young on the on your team? Mm-hmm. When you already have Steph Curry, bro, like and Johnny Gargano, redundant skill set. Like he's re- he's redundant. I don't want him in yeah. AW. I don't need any more Johnny Gargano's, bro. We got a bunch of them. That now, now that, that that's totally fair. I uh, you know it's funny though, Al. There's definitely gonna be a, an account that doesn't tread lightly. It's gonna be a pro AW account that tries to get that Sasha dunk off, and he's gonna get fucking annihilated. No, no. If, these... if you are a pro AW account, just do leave not the Sasha alone. Try to get that Sasha dunk off, bro. It's because gonna I'm gonna be in your mentions dunking on you too, bro. Don't do that. We're gonna live to fight another day, bro. Like, just leave. Don't <laughs> insult Sasha Banks. Don't say anything about it. He's not only gonna be the crew on your ass, bro. Big AO gonna pull up on you, son. Man. Don't do that shit. It, that's a that's a good look. Sometimes you gotta just let some shit rock and just you know it's WWE. You're gonna have something to dunk on in the, in a couple of days, bro. Just you gotta let it let it rock. You just lay low for a day. You know? Bro, not not every situation needs a spin, bro. Just you could just yeah. ignore some shit. It's not like it only <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, right. I'll never talk down on Sasha and Naomi if they go back. Yeah, you know? that's their opinion. No, I'm not opinion. That's what they want to do. Then that's what they're gonna do. But Gargano, yeah. nigga. <laughs> Chris, I got some Chris, shit for him. Chris is gonna start. He's already working on clipping one final beat. Like he's already. <laughs> well, we already know that yeah. these guys, Chris and Ao, have got drafts ready. Yeah, yeah multiple wrestlers, bro. Nah, yeah. wrestlers. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, drafts uh, ready for when Kenny comes. Yo, listen. Here's the thing. There's so many spins you can do. You, you could do the whole um. Why didn't WWE introduce them properly? Where was the video package? You can do that grift. You can do the <laughs> now they like moves matches. Now fan fans like moves matches. Now y'all don't mind no selling. <laughs> you can, there's so many different grifts. Um, my man Brain the Drain Bambager, he already basically said like <laughs> first Loomis, now top dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, shout out to my boy uh Drain Bramager, bro. Got that fucking bar off. Man. Yeah, nah, it's, it's it's nasty. Listen, yeah, nigga. So people know I'm a troll, right? And people people like DM me my uh drain uh Bramager's takes and yeah. shit. Expect me to be like, yo, nah, he was tripping with that. I'll be like, yo, that nigga was kind of spinning, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, he kind of got that shit off. <laughs> Now, now, now what killed what killed me with him? See, he's he's hilarious to me because here's the thing: if you're gonna be a, a 
a, a, a pro AEW agenda account, um, you got to be good at it, right? And he he's really good at it. Like he knows how to clip shit. He's good at editing. And and on Raw on Monday, right? Like I, I thought the show was pretty good. And there was like a lot of good matches. His only Raw tweet was, "Look at all these camera cuts in the opening segment." <laughs> and he, oh, and that tweet got hella interactions, <laughs> bro. But yeah, Dre Bravinger. I was like, "Plus one for the good guys, my boy." Oh, this nigga's a demon, yo. This nigga's crazy, bro. That meant Tony hit him up like, "Hey, yo, Raw is kind of tough, but I need you to do do some shit for me, my nigga." Like, you know, you know what to do, D. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but but a show that wasn't good, but but rather uh, fantastic was dynamite uh last night was quake by the lake it was in, in minneapolis minnesota quake quake by the lake or, or or is it quake in the lake or quake at the lake either quake way the lake. yo what did i tell y'all though i told you that lake would be fucking quaking nigga and what nigga. happened the lake, was, lake quaking. was quaking the lake was quaking uh yeah listen dynamite last night in minneapolis minnesota quake by the lake big time show big stars <laughs> big money you know what I'm saying? Big main event. Chris Jericho took on John Moxie for the interim championship. We had a we had a we had a, a coffin match with Darby Allen and Brody King. Man, we had a, a tornado lucha tag. Um, the, we had the return of CM Punk at the end of the show. Uh, I thought it was a tremendous episode. I'm sure everybody else is in agreement with that. Um, but with that said, uh, my opinions on the individual parts of the show are kind of different than what I've been seeing in terms of the majority uh, opinions. Like I was scrolling through the group chat when I, when I was catching up with the show and uh, I have differing opinions on the matches uh, individually. So it's going to be interesting to get into. What did you think of dynamite, Chris? Um, big bang shows, nigga. Chris, um, Chris, hey, Chris. You're, going, you're going you're going robot uh, mode on me, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this man sounds like a vacuum. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That's gotta be going crazy. That shit is going insane, bro. <laughs> you hear yo, so yo, WrestleFuris podcast professional. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. like like subscribe Ayo, if Ayo. you're not already. People want those, what he's bro. doing? Hey, 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 what did you? What did you make of Tony's response to Paul Levesque last night? Yo, <laughs> that nigga Tony said, "Clear out, y'all. Clear out." <laughs> Took the ball. That nigga, that nigga Triple H is guarding him right. Took the ball, fucking dribbled right into Triple H's chest, nigga. Took that shit right to the hoop. Yammed on that nigga, bro. Nuts on his fucking head, bro. Nuts on his head. That nigga Triple H. <laughs> That nigga Tony landed. You know, you know that video of Shaq uh dunking on. I don't remember who that white boy was, bro. But he dunked on one white boy. He pushed him to the ground. It's a boom chakalaka, bro. That's what TK did at Triple A. I don't gotta talk too much, though, bro. Niggas know what happened. That's yo. Listen, here's my theory, Monty. Look, man, CM Punk is my guy, right? I love CM Punk. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Favorite modern wrestler that exists. Uh, this guy's a genius. I can't praise CM Punk enough. Mm-hmm. That nigga is not healthy, bro. That man, that man, Tony Khan hit him up like, "Hey, bro, how's that foot?" Punk said, "I'm not, I'm not about 50. He said, "That's that's what's up. I need you on TV this week, bro. I'm not. These niggas is talking crazy about my fucking product. Niggas is talking about people are gonna leave my company to go to <laughs> go to WWE. Fuck all that, bro. I need you on Dynamite." And Punk said, "Bet. Listen, it, it, here's the thing about Punk." You know he's um he's um remodeled his image as as a good guy and as a you know you know 
a more I don't want to use the word mature because he's not he was never immature, but um, you know, you know, punk was always kind of a bit abrasive and you know, and you know, prickly. <clears throat> um, punk now is 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 um uh, a bit changed in that way, but at ultimately, punk is always going to be an elite hater, and his number one op in the wrestling business is Paul Levesque. So if Punk can assist in dunking on Paul Levesque, he will dunk on Paul Levesque. Um, so showing up to Dynamite with a 75% foot, you know, to, to help to help AEW out, he's going to do it. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my thing on that. Uh, I thought the show was, was really strong. Um, <clears throat> the opener of the show was Darby Allen versus Brody King in a, in a coffin match. And uh, this match started off hot and heavy. Uh, this man, Brody King, had the face paint. He bladed immediately when Darby hit him in the face with a spiked, uh, spiked skateboard. Um, that Sorry, visual seconds into the match, like thirty seconds into the match, bro, into the show, <laughs> mad <laughs> energy in the building. Um, the visual was sick, man. He had like the white paint, and then the blood kind of streaking over it. It looked so dope to me. Like just uh, the visuals of the whole match were. It was so um, like gothic and spooky and like macabre. Like him and Darby with the face paint and the casket and. It was very Tim Burton. Like it was like a live action, like Tim Burton wrestling match. It was really cool. Um, this was actually my favorite match of the night. Uh, the Darby Allen and, and Brody have such a great dynamic. I think both of them have an amazing handle of their skill set, their body, and what they're able to do. Like Brody King is tremendous at being a big man. Um, like he, I'm not gonna say he's Walter at his peak level, um, but he's he's similar in in that like he knows how to use his, his size, his body. Uh, the chops, the slaps, and everything. Um, he's straight up, I think, one of the best big man wrestlers in the world right now, um, and, and, and severely underrated. Like, I'm, I'm glad he's able to showcase his skill as a singles wrestler because when AEW brought him in just to be as part of the trio, um, like I think some people who maybe weren't familiar with his prior work saw him as just like a, a grunt for Alistair Black, um, but he's more than that, man. He's like a, a really, really good singles wrestler. And then you have Darby Allen, who's to me like one of the most consistent AEW wrestlers ever. Like I've never seen a match from Darby that I didn't think was at least good. He had a good match with Cesar Bononi. You know, he's, he's like great in my opinion. Um, Darby and Brody had a, a really good match. It broke down in the middle and turned into like an angle with Malachi and Sting. And mm -hmm. um, I kind of forgot the match still in progress. And it was at this point in the match, Monty, that I kind of told myself that uh, for whatever reason, maybe it's just a coolness factor, whatever it is. I think that House of Black versus Darby and Sting and Miro by extension is a much cooler feud than House of Black and Death Triangle. Um, yeah, we're cool. at, of course it is. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> like way, like it's not even close. That felt like a cosplay dork fest to me. This is, just feels like a fucking cool feud. Um, I don't know what it's about. I don't know what's going on, really. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know why they're jumping Darby at like public places. Uh, but I like the vibes. So wrestling's I'm, back, bro. Wrestling's back. I've been saying, I've been saying this. It, it it is back, and uh, yeah, we got back to the match, and Darby had the whole chokeout finish, which was a callback to the beginning of their program in the Battle Royal. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, man, Darby Allen's undefeated in these coffin matches. He's the Undertaker of coffin matches in AEW. Good for him. Uh, that match was pretty terrific, in my opinion. It was my favorite of the night. What did you What did you think of it, Chris? Okay. Hey yo, what did you what, hey yo, what did you think of the coffin match? No, um it was my um it was my favorite coffin match. And I don't say I don't say that lightly because Ethan Page 
He tricked y'all with that first one. And y'all, <laughs> me, bro, Ethan Page was really looking like he was him during that, that coffin match. And Andrade is fucking Andrade, bro. He's phenomenal with everything that he does. That was an awesome match. But, like, I didn't know, like, like Brody King, I saw a couple of Brody King indie matches. I, I wasn't watching Pandemic Ring of Honor when he was, like, getting a push or whatever. I yeah. saw a couple like indie matches, and I was just like, "Yeah, he's a good, he's a good big man who works." I was happy for him to come into AEW and be a be a, a heater or a stooge or whatever. It's like, nah, bro, that nigga's really a hooper, bro, and he really belongs. He really like he never he's looks out of place. Like he never just looks like, oh, he's here because he's he's big and he's tattooed and he's Darby's friend <laughs> and fucking Tommy N likes him and shit. So they're like, yeah, come on. So like, he's a really he's a phenomenal wrestler. That, that match that match was awesome, bro. I liked it a lot, bro. Hey, I'm gonna say this straight up, Brody King. Unless I'm forgetting somebody, he's the best big man worker in AEW. Um, you might be right. I think he's the best big man working in AEW. <clears throat> Comfortably, bro. <laughs> Comfortably. In, 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 general, <laughs> in general, like outside of Brock Lesnar, I don't know who's better right now. Brock wrestles twice a year, bro. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's back to the conversation. Do you consider Roman a Haas conversation? No, mm-hmm. uh, Brody King's better than Roman in ring. Belt belt. Mm-hmm. Roman's Roman's not a. I know, I know he's whatever, 6'3, 270, mm-hmm. whatever he is, but he's not, he's not like a big guy, you know. He's yeah, it's hard to explain, but mm-hmm. he's not a Haas worker. He is a big guy, technically, like literally in the sense, but he's not, you know. Um all when we was talking earlier in the chat when Chris said Kenta Kabashi. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's big, like he's 250 pounds, but he's like he's six one, like he's not, you know, he's not six seven or three hundred pounds, or like he's mm-hmm. not a big guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and, Roman, I wouldn't class Roman as like a big guy, like he's on plus, plus Monty to me, you know, Walter from a year ago. Absolutely better than Brody King. Is Gunther right now better than Brody <clears throat> King? I wouldn't say so. No, you know. So um, I don't know, man. It's like it's all about opportunity, isn't it? When you're on the main yeah. roster, so it's like, yeah. I hope that Gunther gets a total defense on Clash at Castle. Uh, he, he he will, and he's probably facing Sheamus. Spoiler. My old brother. That, that, that's a that's a hanger select report right there. <laughs> I got my uh, I got my four and a quarter stars ready for that yeah. one. That that is oh, gonna yeah. be great, and AO is gonna have to be quiet oh, about that on the, on the timeline. It's gonna be a cute little match. Probably hit two and a half. <laughs> oh, bro, don't even <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'm all for agendas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what agenda? I've never presented an agenda before in my life. I think that's objective truth. Listen. It's gonna be a cute little match, bro. You probably hit, you can probably hit two and a, two and three quarters. Type shit. Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. It's what Chris leaves. <laughs> nasty, this nasty business going on. This one, Seamus and Gunther. That's going off, bro. It's gonna be that's crazy. Going, that's going off. Where do, you, where, <laughs> do you guys, where do you guys think this program leads and, and what's going to happen? Because Death Triangle is in the bracket for the trios tournament, but their 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 storyline is with Darby <clears throat> Allen and and uh, Sting. Don't and, pull and, it off. And, 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 and Miro. So are we just going to take a break from the storyline, or um are they going to get eliminated from the tournament? And face them at the pay per view. Like, what's going to happen here? Um, real quick, I was just scrolling the timeline while you were speaking. Mike Johnson of uh, Pro Wrestling Insider, oh uh, Loki, corroborated your corroborated your report of uh, 
top dollar is 100% going to be at SmackDown tomorrow. Hit Row is coming as well. Mm-hmm. He said that Ashanti D. Adonis is going to be there, but uh, no word on B-Fab. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, this nigga Hangman actually has a couple sources. I told you guys. Well, <laughs> you know. Uh, can, y'all, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can yeah, hear you, bro. Uh, yeah. how, how does this oh, happen, bro? Oh, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on these podcasts, and we free guys here. I don't know what you're with a camera. Like, it's, you know, it's literally it's got a thousand subscribers, man. We bro, need, bro, you know, bro, bro you're, 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 sur- here, you're surrounded by Abbeys. It's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> you're surrounded by Abbeys. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's talk Dynamite, man. You know, I just thought like a crazy person. Not really. Uh, we, I, I was just kind of saying that, like at this point, Brody King might be the best big American big man in wrestling. That's not Brock Lesnar. Um, like he's he's that's really true. fucking great. He's way um, better than Warbo. <laughs> to be honest, as a wrestler, he clears him. You know, is he better? He, I don't know. No, I in America, yeah, but in Japan, you've got Cobb. I, I think he's better than Jeff Cobb right now. Brody's better than Cobb. He's better than he's. I, th- I think. Uh, Lisa, I think. I think listen, 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 bro. He, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I think actually Cobb at his peak is equal to what Brody is right now, which was about what a year and a half ago, maybe. Um, I don't know, man. Cobb's Cobb's in peace, bro. The thing is, I think booking hasn't done him too many favors. He's gained some weight back. <laughs> he shaved. He shaved his beard so he doesn't look as cool. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think Cobb is slightly regressed, and I, I I'd say Brody's a, a bit better than him right now. To be honest with you. Not, not, not to take anything away from. Him. I think, I think cops are really good. You know, they're both better than Jonah. You know, but well, that that felt spoilful. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. I, I'm sorry, but um, Jonah dunk. Did you know that he was he, he's the new monster of Japan? Yeah, oh, yeah. Did, I, I, did, I did you hear the news that he beat Kazuchika Okada? I watched. On not only did I hear the news, I watched the match. Put uh, some respect it, on it, it got it got good in the final five minutes. Australian Vader. <laughs> that phone of fourth minutes. Yeah, you say, say, you say he got good night. in the phone of fourth. You say yeah. he got good in the phone of fourth minutes, bro. He got crazy in that phone of fourth minutes. Yeah, they had the crowd gasping, bro. If, you, if Bro, if I had Jonah in my promotion and I was booking him, I would just say, listen, what you do in those last six minutes of matches, um, just open the bell with that and, like, don't do anything else. Like, I would literally Brock Lesnar him in that. Like, I'd just go straight to the big moves and do nothing else. You don't have to... You don't have to do a feeling out process. You don't have to do a control section, especially if you're not good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't need thought- to see you slowly kind of trotting up and down, huffing and puffing, doing like clubbing blows to someone's back if you're not great at it. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I had a promotion, 90% of more matches would be guys like Jonah winning squashes. So, you know. <laughs> you would, I mean, Karrion Karen, Cross would be your champion, so. Nah, I'm not for that's Freddie Prince Jr., bro. Nah, Freddie Prince Jr. I did not want to know what Freddie Prince Jr. was cooking. All I you know what I'm saying? Is when he's exposing someone. No, 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 no. We're not doing we're not doing Freddie like that, man. We're not doing Freddie like that. No, I know what they We love Freddie, we love Freddie over here, man. Twitter only fucks with when they're exposing the Fed. That ass, bro. When 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 Freddie Prince exposing the Fed, I'm like, yo. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to know what Freddie Prince has to say? Big screen actors, Gil, bro. He's he's a he's a lifelong fan doing this shit out of the kindness of his heart, bro. He doesn't need the money. He's rich. And fucking when, when, when Freddie's saying some shit I don't want to hear, bro, I'm like, nigga, what the mm. fuck you know, you fucking monster? <laughs> uh, we, we look for Freddie's the man. We look for Freddie, man. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, no, so, so guys, where's this going to go? Like, are, are, is, um, 
is Death Triangle going to advance in the tournament, and we're just going to cool off this program? <laughs> no. Or, or, or are they getting eliminated? Is the Dark Order going to beat them? And are they going to feud on feud with Miro and and you know Sting and, and Darby? No, and have that oh, <laughs> I don't have the adverse reactions to Dark Order beating uh, Death Triangle. Is, is AO speaking? Because I, I can't hear him. Can you hear me? How can you not hear him? I can't hear anybody. I can't, you can't uh, hear anybody. That's problematic. Can you guys hear me? Right, we can, can, we can, can hear you. Okay, 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 okay. Now, now I can hear everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah, the um, if if Dark Order is gonna beat Death Triangle, that's fine. It's whatever. If Death Triangle is breaking up, it's, like, it's, it's not fine. <laughs> like, don't. No, 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 no. I'm saying if Death Triangle is breaking up, like, is it gonna be an angle? Is gonna be Death Triangle Civil yeah, War or anything like Dark that? Order and that's fine, bro. But don't let Dark Order beat these niggas and expect us to ever have to take Death Triangle seriously ever again. Because we're not, bro. I'm not. What do they do it based on, on the what power of, of Hangman's friendship? That's nasty. Guys, it is not Dark Order versus Death Triangle. You, it dark it, bro, I don't get this. Is it, so if to do it off the power of Hangman's friendship, yeah. Yeah. You ain't oh. going to be like... Wait, so, so, no, 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 no. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it because... When me and Hollywood come on these podcasts or in our group yeah. we're talking about sad boy lore and shit. We just get dunked on by all the AEW fans. You, Chris, <laughs> you get me? So you're telling me if Dark Order beat uh, Death Triangle through the power of fucking <laughs> Hangman's wow. friendship, more sad boy lore, that wouldn't pop you. That's where, that's where you draw the line. All right, but you have to understand the only reason why I like the sad boy lore from the elite it's because when the bell rings, they're those niggas, bro. There's oh, no, the best in the world what they oh, fucking do. So that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, this is this is interesting. It's like, why would I care? Why would I care about their character shit if they're just getting beat the fuck up every week and they stunk in ring? I'm not saying Dark Order since they don't think. I think John Silver is a good worker. Um, Evil Uno, Evil Uno is adequate. Uh, Reynolds is good. Stu Grayson was probably the best one out of all of them. He's gone though. Who else is fucking left? 10, 10 is fucking garbage, nigga. He stinks. But uh, he's the only he one that I have right now. He's squash matches in AW history. Yeah. So. Not too much. Like, number 10. Like, 10 is <laughs> the only one. 10 is the only one who I think outright stinks. But it's just like, bro, they're not them. Not too and much. the elite are them. Not That's why much. I was like, yo, this sad boy shit is cool. Because it's like, yo, like, they're hoopers, but you know, they got problems too, bro. They're people. Yeah, but we, we often, we've never said that they're not hoopers when, the, when those bells ring. Like we know, like for me, yeah. for me, when I'm watching the elite Whoa. shit, it's like, can we skip yeah. all this shit and get to the ring? But I'm telling you, you, you man, eat this shit up, bro. You eat this sad boy, this sad no, boy, Lord. No, then, then you know what, 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 you know Death Triangle is not facing the Dark Order. I'm crying. Who are they facing? That's not the first bracket. It's Dark Order versus um. It's Dark Order Best versus friends? House of Black. House of Black. House of Black. Oh, oh. Th th that's what I meant to say. See, I've been saying Death Triangle oh, all the time. In, in, in my brain, I mean House of Black. I'm sorry. I, I'm not, aware that they're facing House of Black. Black. So it's a it's a mute, it's a moot point. Th th no that's what I, that's yeah. what I meant to say. I, I meant to say House of Black. Death Triangle they're not facing um, United Empire. Okay, so Ooh. wait, what? <laughs> you not? It's, it's a fucking Oscar and Aussie Open versus uh, Death Triangle. Dumbass. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, Chris. Chris, 
I, I'm, I'm aware. I, I just in my yeah. brain, like I was calling House of Black Death Triangle. I know, I know they're facing them. Um, but Monty, I, I got to oh. swerve you, man. Uh, you know what? Since since we're on topic, I'm gonna just skip right to the segment first, and we'll go back. Um, we had a segment backstage where Hangman was with the Dark Order, and the Young Bucks <laughs> came in. They were like, "Hey, man. Um, you know, uh, I know. Look, it's been it's been a weird, a, a weird time, man. And uh, you know, I, I wanted to say this to you. You know, back when you won the title in, in Minnesota last year, uh, we we just weren't ready for it. You know, it's been weird. It's been uh, it's just it's been a, it's been a weird time. That is genuinely how they talk about it as well. You know. Since AEW started, man, you know, we, we, we it's just been a weird time. But, you know, look, uh, the, the best time of my career, the best time of my life was when it was me, you, and the elite, man. And, uh, you know, I just want to say I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, we need a partner for the Trios tournament. Can it be you? And Hangman was like, oh, that's, 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 not, that's great, guys. But, uh, you know, these guys were here for me. So I'm sorry. And so he, he sided with the Dark Order. He said he's going to be in their corner. Um, Matt, Matt, Matt was like kind of Matt was distraught, and then they walked off. And then that's real they, fucking cinema. Uh, um, I, I gotta say something. Oxford, Golden Globe, that's real cinema. You know what the my, issue my, is? Wait, 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 bro. You know what the wait, issue wait, is, bro? We have no fucking friends, my boy. You have no friends. You don't understand, bro. You don't understand real tension, nigga. You don't understand real melodrama, bro. You don't understand. What, what people go through when they're are, successful are you, in this you know life, what? bro, because you have none of that gonna, shit, nigga. I'm going to no postpone swerve, no then, fucking, you bastard. No, no tension, nigga. No, no, fucking nothing, bro. No bitches, nigga. No money, nothing, bro. That's false. <laughs> That's false. You know, in all seriousness, what I was going to say before Lil AO like, had a tantrum. You was going to um, say that you a hoe? No, definitely not. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is that, Monty, I like this segment. I, I don't know where the AO went, but I, I actually, Monty, I actually got really into this. I, I was, yeah, I, I don't know what happened to AO. M Monty, I honestly, like, I was sitting there and, like, I felt things. <laughs> like, oh, I, bro. Yeah, it, got me, it got me. It got Let's me. Go. Yeah. Listen, I felt things. I was, listen, I, listen, I, listen, I, listen, listen, listen. When they, when they said that, like, yeah. you, know, you know, AEW changed them <laughs> and they started getting weird. Rent. And, 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 and when, when they said AEW, like, you know, these just got weird, but, you know how like they wanted to congratulate him when he won the title, but they just it just they just couldn't do it at the time and and all that and how basically like he's just their friend. Look, yes, ultimately, is it still a bunch of men in their thirties talking about being friends? Yes, but something about it, it it, it was just kind of sweet. I was like, oh, like damn, man, like oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, fellow uh, Russell Pierce member Anna Demarco, she said anti elite lore. Handshake, scaring hoes, and if there's anything Hangman knows how to do, is scaring hoes, bro. So keep, I am not, keep on going with your anti-elite lore rhetoric, no. bro. Hey, yo, I you just said I like this statement. Me and the bad bitches will enjoy <laughs> he it. Turned, over here. He turned face. He I, turned. He turned I face. I just said. I just said. Listen, listen, bad bitches, if you're listening, I am pro elite lore. You know, I I thought this week's segment was good. It got me. I just I felt things, man. Like I was like, yo, Listen, this is really. I'll be really real, yeah. Always, uh, I was even saying in the group chat, though, I was popping throughout it, through like, how hilarious it was. It, it is funny, like just just um, Matt Jackson talks. But when you when you come on when you come in on this podcast saying that it made you feel things, it's like, it oh, did. It's all fun. I had a friend. I was like, damn. <laughs> you guys gotta be miserable, bro. No, no, no. You know what's gonna happen next week, Monty? 
Heyman's gonna walk into to Nick and Matt and said, Hey uh Matt, Nick, uh I, I thought about what you guys said to me last week, and uh you know it, it has been a weird time, but I do value our friendship, and if y'all still need a partner, I I, I am here for you. And Nick and Matt's like, oh, oh, that, that, that's great you said that, man, but we we already found <laughs> and then out, out from the room emerges kenny omega and he's gonna look at hangman and they're gonna be awkward and isn't like oh, oh um hanger hey and hangman's gonna be like kenny and he's gonna walk away and it's gonna be awkward yes, and sir, she's need that Brandon Cutler is going to be what? like, you, you man, come on here, yeah. And just please, fucking, lie, and just please, fucking lie please, to me, bro. At least, at least I can come on here, yeah. I can come on here and keep it 100% real, unbiased, yeah. And say, yo, the elite, the elite, the elite hangman Omega books next level workers, bro. When that foul reads, no one from better actors and storytellers. When it comes to these better actors and storytellers, yeah. Um, super kick party, super kick. Look at each one, man. Hey, pull that shit up. Pull that shit up, Monty. Yo, man, come on here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking weird. <laughs> you, man, come man, on here, yeah. This man, this man, Monty oh, said. I don't, I don't need this shit, man. The man them is moving wassy, bro. Man them moving crazy, bro. This is a manting, man. It's a manting, man. Man them lost. You are, bro. This one, right? I don't need this shit. I don't need it. I don't need I don't deserve this shit. For being honey, keeping it real. If man don't Keeping get that real. Together, man gonna get kicked off the podcast, yeah. Exactly. I'm telling you, man, next week, next big week, man thing, big man thing, yeah, big man thing. <laughs> Kenny Omega is a man, man, bro. This, man this man. isn't even good, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> you got Hollywood sounding Jamaican or some shit, bro. Like what the fuck? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Listen, Yo. listen, listen, man. This man. <laughs> Monty, bro. not the mad <laughs> You gotta stop. I get you live in the UK, but you gotta, you gotta stop being miserable. Learn that. I'm not miserable, bro. I'm not miserable, bro. I'm not miserable. Yo, yo. Oh, we might just be honest. Gargano and Champa did this shit. We beat that shit up. Oh, he hasn't seen the sun in six months. Yo, Chris. No, bro. No. Yo, yo, Chris. Chris, when we when we watch Raw, and this nigga Champa is gonna be looking at Johnny like. Hey, uh, Johnny, uh, I know I turned on you and then we became friends and uh, I turned on you again and then, and then you turned on me and then we fought and then we became friends. But uh, what what um, what do you say to a DIY reunion? And Monty's going to be like, pop, art, amazing. I'm not having this shit, bro. Nah, bro. No, I don't care what company it is. I don't care what wrestler it is. <laughs> This, the fact that, the fact that I'm saying it about Kenny Omega in the books, like, yeah, bro, I'll write these man very highly. I don't give a not shit. Not high enough, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I said not enough. <laughs> Yo, I got to by the curtain, bro. Because okay. the best of Pierce Galaxy, they don't know what what Mont Drone and Hang Drone be doing in the group chat, bro. It's nasty. <laughs> they just put over everything that's WWE that's and show up everything that's AEW. That's not, that's that we ain't to stand for it. We refuse to stand for it, bro. These two are drones. It is nasty. <laughs> that's false. It is, it is pretty disgusting. 
calling me. Does it come on the podcast? I act like they're fucking neutral or whatever. <laughs> you, you know, you know, this all this starts from yeah. I'll, I think I, I think I can speak for both me and Hollywood when we can say yeah. We both prefer AEW to WWE, but because because on tickets for Arthur Ashe. because we because we're interested to see what Triple H is going to do with WWE. And yeah. he's doing shit that pops us, and he's getting aggressive yeah. with the talent acquisitions, etc. Yeah, and we want to see where this thing goes. We get called drones, fam. It's insane. Hey, I'm sick of it. You, you know, you know what makes it upsetting? That, oh, boy, go ahead. I mean, Monty and Heyman DM'd me privately and said they hope Triple H buys AEW. So I don't know. I, I never. I never. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. I have I have documents proving. That Monty purposely posts pro WWE news, ignores pro AEW news, and posts negative negative AEW news, and ignores negative WWE news. I have the documents proving it, and I'm I'm about to email it all to the Pentagon tonight, bro. It's over for this nigga Monty. Yo, hey, I'm not gonna lie. First thing I saw when I woke up this morning was Monty posting the quote of Tony Khan saying basically, hey, the fed, fed TV show's been pretty good lately. Man, <laughs> <laughs> posted that shit quick. <laughs> Bro, listen, the top story, the top stories, watch, the top watch, stories watch, on the page are literally watch, watch, Vince nope. McMahon getting outed for five nah, extra million. John Laurinaitis like let go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That, that nigga Monty no sold the Vince McMahon five million dollars. That's your favorite bro. story. I, the Russell Pierce galaxy. Top to story on this how, how how big Russell Pierce over here is really controlling the news that they see, bro. That's why so, I just wait, guys. Just, so, so then it is. Is is Monty Nasty. just light skin beans and toast Ryan Satin? Yes. Nasty. Yes. Nasty. 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 Yo, this well, is a WrestlePurious podcast, though. Monty, Monty's gonna come on his beats. You niggas Mon- as well. <laughs> Monty's gonna Monty's gonna come on his personal page and be like, holy freaking flip balls, that Miz AJ match is a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> Monty Yo, that's, personally that's... told me that he thought the Miz is the best he on the business. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, one, one, yo, hit me with it one more time, AO. The elite. The elite. The elite. Y'all need to be stopping when I join in. The elite. The super kick. Super kick. Yeah, you see how Monty refuses to do it, bro? He hates fun. I hate fun. This one. <laughs> yo, yo, never, man. never born into this sad boy law. Wait, Can't wait, believe wait. that with Hollywood's last, he's, Hollywood's just grifting because he's he knows that he's lost too many bad bitches. And <laughs> yeah, he knows he got no, he got known on the rest of Pure's platform as the guy who scares the bitches. Um, awesome. Too many, too many tomatoes were thrown at him. A lot of tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he got booed a lot in the comments, and now he comes on here and he's just lying. He's just lying to you. So, <laughs> you know, um, hey, I'm seeing man. some very nasty comments right here Yo, about me. Light skin Alfred Konoa. Listen, listen, that is <laughs> nasty. Yo, I, I feel to block this guy, bro. Light skin Alfred Konoa is crazy. Crazy, what else we got in here? Russell Pierce is just roadman fucking ringside news, and it's disgusting. That's cre- roadman <laughs> ringside news. <laughs> disgusting. Yo, you low key, you're right, Chris. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> you might just. <laughs> 
ist er. Ein dummer Jahr. Ton. Ich muss nichts sagen, wenn du da bist. Ton. Am Ton. Fuck us over. Like and subscribe, gerne. Boom. So, we talked about Brody King. Uh, Brody King Derby, that open the show. Um, what do you think of Malachi Black and Sting kind of like punking him out? I think Sting, I think Malachi should be the first person to beat Sting. Yo, I would low-key make him. I, he, like, I don't know. That's what I would do. This I is what I'm saying. He's rushing. Burying your own platform. <laughs> what are we doing? We're, we're the only ones fighting for good on this platform. We can only have a the inside. Yo, A A A O and A O and Chris think they're they're Mustafa Ali, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real, bro. Oh man, dropping point bombs on me and shit. What what else happened in the first like uh, quarter of the show, man? Was there a I know, I know. Nah, come on, no, but let, let, let's let's bring it back to um, you know, we're, we're professionals, you know. So let, let's do this review. That's what we do. Uh, you know, so yeah. we had we had Derby versus Brody. Derby wins. Yada yada yada. Um, what's next? Derby Allen. Um, John Moxley promo. Uh, he of course caught a fire promo. Mm. Probably not too much to say about it because he just kills it every time at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, match two tornado tag match luchas. Let's get into it. Um, I think this might have been my favorite match on the show, to be honest. Um, Andrade is fucking godly, bro. I'm telling you. Um, the way he just you can really, t- even though he's not that old, like he's like he's been in the ring for like 18 years or something, and you can, if you're really watching, like you can. You notice it the way he picks his spots, his timing. He's just he's always in the right place at the right time. His offense looks amazing. He can sell, he can do everything, bro. He's just criminally underrated, I think. And most people genuinely think he's great, so that just goes to sell far. How much I rate him. Um Andrade's that guy. Uh Roosh looked good. Obviously, the um Lucha Brothers look great as usual. Uh Hollywood, what was your thoughts on this uh Lucha Tornado tag match? It was cool. It's cool. Oh, you, this nigga is racist, movie. bro. Yo, he hate hates movie. everything Hispanic, Lucha. <laughs> wait. You got to tell I that see. I've been in fucking Tijuana and how his last three I, yo, girlfriends wait. were Latinos. And, bro, we don't That's care, crazy. bro. You hate Lucha. This is crazy. I say that I put the match. I said cool is a positive adjective. I didn't right, say so the match was the last, When was the last time you described anything CM Punk done as? It's cool. Um, his program with with uh, uh, what's my man's name? What's Mister Perfect's son's name? Uh, Curtis Axel. Nasty nigga. The nah, Curtis Axel fucking, program was cool. disgusting, bro. You have no shame. This nigga like. When did, when did this podcast program, just become agendas and biases and just like what happened, bro? Oh, oh, actually, me and Chris are trying to keep it real. Hangman just here fucking agendaed out. No, 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 it, bro. Listen, <laughs> I'm just surrounded by liars. I thought Abby's match, lying to me. I thought the match was cool. I thought that uh <laughs> I thought it was cool. Like I don't know what you listen. Um in, in all seriousness, 
Andrade sensational. What I will say is, is Roosh, man, he's having like the best American run uh, of his career to this point because, you know, if you go off his stuff in MLW and Ring of Honor, you'd think that he's just kind of like an okay at best wrestler. Um, but it, it's very clear that he's one of those guys that his performance level is um, proportional to his level of inspiration and motivation going into what he's doing. And, and mm. I, I think I think Andrade probably like pressured him like, bro, to make all these niggas. No, no. I don't show for a week in the anti-Latino agenda's back. That's just not true. It's just not. It's the, not I really think that's true. what it is. That, that's why this it's podcast not. has gone off the rails because Anna, not. Anna's not here. No, no, one hundred. Listen, I'll tell you this: we we've got we no Parker. You know, yeah, we've got, we've yeah, got, yeah. We, we're, we're missing the emotional core. Too many black people in here. That's crazy. <laughs> Whoa, Listen, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, look, no, in all in all seriousness, we we are lacking a a, a feminine presence on the podcast, and, it, and it's negatively affected us. Um, I don't. But, I don't agree with that take. I don't agree that we're lacking a feminine presence. Why? Not with you, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, that nigga, big bro. That's oh, crazy, big bro. Live, live in front of 150 people. Yeah, it's insane. Bro. That's crazy. I respect you, big sis. In front of your like... friends and family. That's a big That's so nasty. That's weren't you crying when when the Bucks and fucking Hangman hugged or whatever they did backstage? Like, what are we doing? So, so it's bad now, to cry. One, no, I wasn't crying. Two, is I bad was... for men to enjoy emotional content. The fuck? <laughs> See, <laughs> what Russell Pierce is not going to be is a platform for toxic masculinity. You fucking that bigot. Ass. We're not supporting that toxic masculine <laughs> agenda. That's insane. Not, not, and definitely not right after your anti uh, Latino agenda, bro. That never, that doesn't exist. Uh, I, I love my my fellow Latinos, and uh, I, I support Lucha. I, I support uh, Lucha Libre. Hello. <laughs> Anyways, I support Lucha Libre. Um, I, I thought the match was good. Roosh is really inspired in AEW. I think every effort he's had so far has been really good. Um, I'm very happy for him. Hangman is dark skin Andrew Tate. I agree with that take. That is crazy. Um, I, I, that is crazy. I, I support, I support every talent in this match. It was good to see the Lucha Brothers wrestle. If there's one thing I would say, um, um about this, Monty, I, I think I'd like this better if it was a regular tag match. I, I think, uh, I think them doing a tornado match. The thing is, tornado matches work when it's like a plunder t- match, you know what I mean? But when it's just tornado matches of uh, a tornado match of all four and they're just doing moves, um, I don't know, like it just, like it was just cool to me. Um, I wasn't as high as everybody else, but I, I still enjoyed it. And I, I, I'm glad it was on the show. Um, I'd like to see these guys work again in, 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 a, in a different type of wrestling match. Hey, <laughs> anyway, that match. Hey, yeah, hey, yo, give the real review. Oh, <laughs> um, that match was fucking amazing. One of the, you know, it's very hard. Like, it's very hard for matches to live up to the hype in AEW, bro. Like, an uh, actual hyped match. Because AW fans just take like everything to the extreme and shit. And this this lived up to it, bro. It was like four amazing workers. Ray Phoenix proved he's one of the best in the world. Andrade and Roosh have been able to do something that not a lot of heels in AW are able to do, which is get like genuine heat, like genuine heel heat from the crowd. Like AW fans will like play along as like, oh, that's a bad guy. I'm supposed to boo and shit. But like when they pin, like when they made that pin last night, there was a mo- like there was emotion yeah. behind those boos, bro. Like they wanted, <laughs> they wanted Andrade and Rouge dead, bro. Like they they were great at getting heat. Um, Rouge is really good at playing to the crowd and shit. Um, Phoenix, just an absolute fucking hooper. I, I like that match a lot. I wouldn't call. I I was I never in a million years would I think that after watching that that I would think 
Jericho versus Mox, I would enjoy more than that match. But um, that just that just shows how good Jericho versus Mox was. But that was a fantastic match. It, yeah, as a ally to the Latino community, you know, I have a Lucha fan. I think this match was just showcase of something that AEW. The one thing I think they need most is a more presence of uh, luchas, luchadors. Um, yeah, because you know, people. You know, people think Luchador is just flippy guys who don't sell moves and carny the way and shit like that. But Roosh, you know, he's a carny, but like he's not the typical Luchador. You know, he's works more on speed and power and striking. And like, I think this match just showed a contrast of different Lucha styles with Andrade and Roosh being the, you know, striking strong heels and the, the Lucha, uh, Lucha Bros just being crowd favorites that yeah. can do anything. I loved it. It was a great match. <clears throat> yeah, it was good stuff, man. Um, I think to AO's point, there was genuine heat, which is kind of uh, rare to see in AEW full stop, to be honest. Mm. <clears throat> I think that's definitely worth something, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I think um, when they when they threw his cra- his uh, Penta's mask into the um, the crowd, the crowd wanted him to throw it back so bad. Like one, the person who cut it back so bad. Hey yo, <laughs> hey <Wow>. yo, <laughs> homophobic sentiment on the Rest of Pierce podcast. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. That's interesting. Yo, bro, everybody in the arena would have to fight me to throw back the mask. <laughs> you all, are you smoking cracks? First of all, Penta has, Penta has the coolest mask in Lucha Libre right now, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's fucking Pentagon. Bring one mask. I'm not throwing it back. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta remove Come that mask. My cold dead hands. <laughs> For real though, like the crowd was getting crowd was getting fired up, bro. Like those throw it back chants were getting loud and <laughs> as, it, as if it, had... it back, it would change the match result, bro. Like if anything, we're <laughs> gonna run over and grab the fucking mask. <clears throat> but yeah, good good match, good heat. Um I'm sure we'll get to see uh these two teams mix it up a few a few more times so we'll see what happens. Uh next up we had what we go with Backstage. This is when we uh, we've already spoke about this. This was sad boy law time. Um anyone got anything to add about <laughs> elite already, sad boy law? We already talked about this, man. Uh, I'll see y'all thing. during um Oscar season. <laughs> what happened? He said he said he'll no, see when, a, when AW wins an Oscar and Golden Globe for best <laughs> for best uh drama series <laughs> and they just have a picture of the elite. Just <laughs> let me say this. Let me say this. People complain about the Young Bucks, especially not being good storytellers, even though there's crazy storytellers oh, in the ring. Yeah, and when crazy. they go out of their way to tell a cohesive <laughs> story that's been going on for three years, people are like <laughs> it's corny. What are they talking about? <laughs> and they the point of everything. And it's like, dude, it's supposed to be corny. They're fucking white dudes. What are we talking about, bro? And, you know, when Kitty comes back next week, the best wrestler of all time comes back next week, it's going to get scary for you niggas, bro. It's going to get scary for you CM Punk merchants, you FTR no, merchants. My God. FTR has never had a story as touching. They have never had a segment as touching as what happened on Dynamite last night. 
I don't know about that, man. Don't y'all dare bring up to them. Let me not say that. Listen, man. Listen, listen, man. We got a couple candidates on Dax's end. Let's not do that. No, we do not. Nah, bro. No, 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 no. Bro, Dax's fight like an eight-year-old girl promo. He's like, y'all. 100% 100% more like authentic. Yeah, yeah. That was a I didn't catch that promo. I must have fell asleep when FTR's music hit, nigga. <laughs> they they, uh, they uh, absolutely, uh, yeah. you know, that was a real life situation. What does AO too large to be thrown oh, back? Oh my God. Yo, what is going He said, What does Cash do? What does Wrestle? Cash do as a No, what does Cash do? Oh my god, we're not doing this anyway. Next up, Luchasaurus versus Anthony Henry. <laughs> There's nothing I've to talk about someone, here. Go to the next segment. I've seen someone say AEW should treat Anthony Henry better. Indie that's jobber, that, Anthony nasty, Henry. Nasty. That's that's that person's opinion that they are entitled to, whether you disagree or not. Uh, not in my country, country nigga. What's next? I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a tweet. I'm gonna read a tweet by somebody that I that I respect. That's, that's somebody. That, that's somebody that I respect. You know, just a genius in this um wrestling media space. No boy, know, be just a figure uh, space in general. He said, "High level lucha libre is greater than, greater than, greater than, greater than, greater than, greater than sign." FTR bald and his sidekick doing Bret Hart cosplay for his daddy Cornette's approval. And you know what? I have to agree with that take, bro. <laughs> Anyway, I think that FTR are a great tag team. What's the next segment, Monty? Aaron Solo versus Ricky Starks. Aaron Solo versus Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks beat Aaron Solo. There's nothing to talk about here either. I mean, yeah, listen, bro, like, what are we, what are we going to talk about here? Listen, Ricky, 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 Ricky looked good. The finish was really, really nice. Um, he ran away from the factory, which is running away from the factory was nasty. I'm not saying you beat them all up and shit. Yeah, running, oh, running away from the something else out. Running away from the factory is crazy. We cut to Will Hobbs breaking a TV over this. Real nigga. Oh, this is this is kind of weird. Uh, Bro, yeah, this I, is kinda I, weird. I, I, yo, AW fans, right? They're supposed to be the quote unquote smarter fans, right? They're not. They're fucking idiots, bro. I see niggas complaining. Why is why is Ricky Starks feuding with the factory? He deserves. He's not feuding with the fucking factory. He's feuding with Will Hobbs, bro. He's beating these fucking jobbers on the way to wrestle Will Hobbs. You can't have Ricky Starks beat Hooper after Hooper after Hooper. It takes away from the match with Will. Whether Will whether Hobbs wins or loses that match, I don't know where they're gonna go with that. But if he beats Hooper after Hooper after Hooper and then beats Hobbs, then who the fuck cares if he beats Hobbs? He just beat all these established people. If he beats Hooper after Hooper after Hooper and then loses to Hobbs, what does it say about those Hoopers? Like. Just understand storytelling, bro. He's beating he's beating these stooges up right now. He's gonna get to Hobbs eventually. All right, it's not that complicated, you fucking idiots. Next segment. <laughs> Jay Cargo versus Madison Rain TBS Championship. This was uh yeah, match. I liked it. I mean, Jay continues to show promise. Madison Rain, um, she showed that she was uh very competent TV wrestler for a very long time. You know, people... Well, <laughs> I think she was fine. I, to, I thought the match was, like, decent. Like, I didn't think... It, like, there was a couple mishaps, but... I mean, I enjoy... Oh, actually, wrestling. let me let, like, let me get let me get this like up. Well. Um, this, this was... 
you know me, always praising the AEW women's division whenever I can. A few it. times that I can. Um, but to the credit, this match was at the top of the hour. Jay Cargill opening up the hour. We love to see it. But um, yeah, man, the match was. Just say you hate black women. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Listen. Jade Jade looked better. Obviously, Jade looked better Jade looked as a wrestler fantastic. than Madison, which is something considering Jade's experience level, etc., etc., and Madison. So, um, I don't know, man. It was uh, how regularly does um has Madison Rain been wrestling? She was knockouts champ. Like she was the last knockouts champ before the crown champs, I think. No, she no, no they tag champ, tag champ. Yeah, yeah, tag champ yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah, oh, okay. tag champ. Yeah. So she, so she's been an active competitor like this this entire time. Because I don't know, I stopped watching TNA early two thousand, early two thousand tens. I don't know what was. Going <laughs> I don't watch Dixieland, so I wouldn't know. Dixieland. Right. So Madison Reigns, the last match. This one said, so "Let me get over this cage match." Um. Yeah. 16th of June. Oh, okay. So July. No, July. July. I, was, I didn't want to see him. Jay, Jay definitely me and looked you. Oh, wow. Me and just me. got there recently. Oh, oh she's wrestled. Oh, this is the thing, bro. She's She wrestled for Impact Knockouts title um, twice. Then she wrestled Slamovich in a singles match. Then me and Yim in a singles match. And now she's with AEW. So it's not like yeah, she, she hasn't been in there with, you know, competent people. Because she has been. So I don't know what happened, but I, I, I don't know what it was. Um, I didn't think this match was good. Um, and I don't think this was on Jade, to be honest. Um, not I'd say think... that it, was a, it wasn't like a catastrophe or anything. It just wasn't good, you know. Um, the, the, the two most important things happened during the match. Um, Jade, Jade herself looked good. And the crowd was scared, um, engaged. So, yeah, yeah, they care. Yeah, that's so, that top yeah, of the top of the hour. That's, all, like, that's all you need. That's all you need in the Jade Cargill match. Jade looks good. Crowd is engaged. I don't really care if Madison Rain looks good or not. Her primary focus is as a coach and shit. Um, yeah. The big post match thing was Athena came in and, and uh, kind of had a, a physical <laughs> interaction with uh, with the Jade. Um, Athena, Athena, and Jade looks to be the all-out TBS title match, especially since uh, Chris Statlander is injured, which is really unfortunate. Uh, I speak for everybody in Russell Pierce uh, in saying that we wish uh, Chris Statlander, uh, you know, a healthy recovery. It's right. really, really disappointing that she's hurt. Honestly, I thought she was kind of really turning a corner and uh, taking it to a new level. And I was enjoying her and Athena on screen. Big fan um, of um, Statlander. Yeah, yeah, I like Chris. So, so it looks like we're gonna just pivot now to Jade. I mean, yeah, to uh, Athena, who was gonna get her shot uh, at some point during all this anyway. So it's gonna be her and Jade at All Out. That should be pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm down for that. So that's that's the that's really the key takeaway oh. there. What's up? How much do you think the Chris Statlander? Because it looks like it's gonna be a long term injury. Apparently, the fear is that she may require surgery. It's her knee again, but it's the different knee, which is yeah. um. That's that's brutal. I, I don't need, I don't know if that's good news or bad news, but it's not the same news, you know. Um, it's a weird one. Um, 
Hopefully she doesn't need to be out too long, you know. I know they said the theories that she may require surgery. Hopefully she doesn't. Um, but a lot of people circling her to be the one to beat Jade, man. Before yeah, Jade goes on to bigger things, etc. So it's like, where, how, well, what do you do now with Jade? Because you could have a lose to Athena, I guess. But I've said for a minute now. I like, do that. I I've said that. for a minute now. Like, I would personally probably have Jay going for the world title at this point because just why not? I haven't. I, I, I genuinely haven't heard one good reason for why not. Like, there, there, is no good, there is no good reason why Jay is be world champ. But um, if anything, shit, make it Jay two belts, bro. <laughs> It's gonna, uh, there's man, always gonna be crazy. one woman's match and show at a time. Have 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 Britt Baker have her stories or whatever away from the belt. Jade too, like because bro, like nobody is hotter than Jade right now. Nobody's gonna be a cooler champion than Jade. It doesn't matter who the. I mean, Tony Storm. Tony Storm is is right up there, but I don't think bro, come as on, cool or as hot as Jade. I, I like Tony Storm, but like when it comes to uh being a cooler champion, better top yeah, woman, she can't talk to Jade, bro. Not so, at the moment. It's like it's like a shit, it's like a Nakamura Intercontinental Champion situation and shit. We're just like, I mean, I don't really think there's an issue with having Jade be the top champ with the TBS title belt. Fuck it, make the belt because that's a, that's a complaint people have with the TNT title. They were like, yo, the point it was, it felt like it was just as important, but it's it's literally. I mean, I mean, for, for me, now. for me personally, uh, it, Jade's TBS belt has felt like the top women's belt for a while anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know. Bro, like that's I, I if they want to make Jade a two-year champ, fuck it, bro. I don't care. Do it. Listen, I'm 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 ready for the uh Jay Cargo World Champ agenda. So if and when she actually does drop the uh TBS title, whether that's to Athena, whether that's to who this is what I was trying to get to. Like, who else could it even be now that Chris Statlander's out of the picture for what we assume is gonna be at least a few months? So it's like it's tough. It's tough, man. It is tough. Like you could bring in someone like Sheeda to do it, you know. But I don't know. I, man. I, I, I do think uh, I do want Statlander to be the person to break her streak. Me I'll too. say that. So how do you wait? Do you just wait out then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just wait out. Yeah. So what, you, so what do you? So what do you do? So she beats. So okay. Go ahead. So so she beats Athena. Then what? Yeah. What do you? What, Wait, you talking about with Jade? What did you do then? Yeah. What do you do? Uh, you f- you find someone in the women's division to elevate. You know, Ruby Soho's there. Uh, Ruby always loses, face. bro. And just have a hot women's match. Just turn my face. Eh, that that's that 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 feels fillery. I can't lie. How does um, it feel fillery? Um, I mean, a lot so, of she's gonna feel fill- fillery because she's pretty much ran through the division at this point. But um. There's still Emma you, Emmy you, Soccer you, you may get the best uh Jay's best match out of her and shit. That would be really good. Um okay, okay. I, I have an idea. I have an idea. Um you you involve her with one of the males in Stokely's growing stable and do an inner a, a mixed intergender style program for a little bit. Um, preferably Lee Moriarty. I think actually Jade has enough credibility now and clout that just her being with Lee is actually a rub for Lee. So um yeah, yeah. Definitely. so you know so, so you know what I, I wouldn't mind Jade and Lee Moriarty doing something with with someone else whoever whoever it may be whether whether it's Sky Blue and Dante or whoever 
you know. Bro, so. speaking of Stokely Hathaway Industries LLC Incorporated or whatever the fuck, what is TK <laughs> cooking with this fucking table, yeah. bro? Yeah, this is this is this is really strange. Stokely this Hathaway, is, bro, Lee Moriarty, like Lee, Lee Moriarty, the Gun Club, and the Ass Boys. That's I would crazy. rather it just be Stokely and Lee, bro. Yeah, honestly, honestly, I don't know what this is. I don't know. This is we nasty need, shit. We need to stop just throwing people together. <laughs> like we gotta just, we just have to stop doing that, you know. And I'm, oh, I'm a big Stokely Hadley guy. I like the baddies. The I baddies, love Stokely. Yeah. I love Stokely. I love Lee. That's why I was so excited yes. when this shit yes. was like, dang, going. We Ethan don't need Page to... and the Ass Boys. That makes no sense. I, I don't under. I just don't get it. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Let TK uh, cook. The thing is, Chris, there's one thing about Tony. I said this in a different pod. Um, his his stable making is sometimes really strange. <laughs> like he'll just he just pops himself. He just he'll just throw people together, man. Like it, the this this is like HFO, but with a black manager. <laughs> like it, it's, I mean, like I I believe in I believe in Stokely's ability to get anything over. Or it's just like Pri- give, private give private some party help TK help him out, bro. Private party and 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 Lee made makes a that bit would be fire. Like you know, yeah. I don't, like I don't the, really the fucking like the the um the contrast of like Lee like the more like conscious brother Pres- and yeah, listening yeah. to fucking Lupe Fiasco and shit <laughs> and fucking and the turn up boys niggas, bumping fucking <laughs> Vince Staples and then you yeah. got these fucking turn up niggas. From the fucking <laughs> town, straight out of Brooklyn, bro. Yeah. Shout out to my bro. Like, listening to fucking Pop Smoke in Brooklyn drilling shit, nigga. Like, come on. Like, that would have <laughs> been fire. We could have done something with they, that. What is, what do you, yo, know, TK, if you're listening, bro, it's not too late to turn this shit around. Yeah, it's yeah. And, and, and honestly, um, you know, Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy asking, asking, uh, you know, asking Stokely what a baddie's at. Like, you, you could get a lot of fun, funny stuff out That's of that. You know, um, yeah, I don't. I don't really under. I don't totally get the whole. Ask, the, the gun clubs are they're ready with you know Billy Gun. I don't. I don't really get it. I just don't understand it. Uh, it's very strange. I think but Billy yeah, Gun's on his way out the door. Maybe, may, maybe Triple H told him, bro, you want to be creative. And he's <laughs> well, a, look, let's be real. That's probably not too far from being pretty realistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> Billy Triple H might have said, bro, listen, bro, it's been three years with the piss ants, bro. Come on, like, come home. You know? <laughs> And Billy said, "God damn, I've I've been waiting for three years. Like, where, I don't know when you're gonna call me." And then he was like, "All right, well, you can call you now, nigga." So, um, uh, I don't know, I don't know why TK is so invested in getting the ass boys over, but like <laughs> he's really like he's really industry planning the shit out of these two, bro. Yeah, like I, like one of them, like on a, is that on like a reality TV show or something like that? Maybe that has something to do with it. Which is like, bro, like you, no one watches. You had him work that angle with FTR. <laughs> no one watches that reality show. Yeah, I, I don't even know the I, name. I don't know anybody who watches that I, shit. I like, I like Austin Gunn. That's the thing. Like I, I you know. but, right. but this, this, this like is, him this as is, a talent, bro. It's not yeah, a good act, and it, it was a good act with the acclaimed and shit. It was, but them by themselves are not a good fucking act, bro. Like they were, they were uh, best served as Cody Dick Riders who ran in to help with a fucking brawl and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the next big thing. Um, what was the next big thing on the show, Monty? I'm Man event, bro. Really? Okay, so then before I get to it, I was going to say that the show started explosively and ended explosively. The, the middle was kind of uh, middling. 
You know, like not oh, all, bro. <laughs> For real, nigga. Nah, bro. Really we just we, we, bro. We just skipped over like half of it. So it's all we can't. You know. Did, wait, wait. Did we did we forget to address something or? No, nah, not even no. We'd bring something up and we'd be like, oh yeah, this won't really anything to talk about. Then now that we've got here, you can't dismiss Hollywood what? saying that the middle well, was a beat. What are we going over? Okay, okay, no, 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 me, no, no. me and Chris really liked the Lucha match. Was in the middle. We really liked. No, no, we really no, liked no, uh, Sad Boy wait, Hours. Can I? Can what, I explain? Can Backup Hangman explain himself? There was a stretch of the show where fucking verbal essay. Bro, we went from like there's just a period where like I'm watching TV and like we went from like the ass boys to like Harland and like and like Danhausen and and in a backstage bit with Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa that was just really awkward. Where like Tony's like, Well, uh, you know, sucks what happened to Chris. So I'm gonna be going for your belt, and Tony's and Rosa's is like, Well, I don't know what to tell you, but uh you know, you're gonna have to earn it. Whatever the hell she said, it was just—it was just like a lot of like awkward TV and like low-level talents, I guess, back to back. Like in, in in terms of like the trust busters or whatever. Like, what are they? What are they called? The trust busters? The dude busters? What's their name? I like the trust busters. Yo, it's, yeah, um, I, that's nasty. Soon, soon we're gonna have a we're gonna have an honest conversation about uh Parker Boudreaux. Parker Boudreaux. Not yet, but. Yeah, I just, I'm ready to have that conversation right I just, fucking I, now, bro. Like, I, get get that fucking guy out. How is that guy on my TV? Wait, wait. Let, let them let them let, let, let them have the TV match first before we address I'm, it. I'm, I'm, the TV bro, maybe, bro. I've seen Monty, 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 maybe, maybe, maybe he has some shit in his bag that he didn't put on dark because he was like, "Yo, TV debut." I'm gonna really pull that shit out my fucking Probably bag. Not. Maybe not. Probably not. I don't oh, think so. Much, I don't think that's just gonna happen. We, but let's let's just give him that opportunity. This nigga, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, not. Nah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that's that's what I'm saying. See, to me, like the reason why I think the middle is middling was because like it was so jarringly different in terms of energy and everything from like the way the show started and ended. Like, like it, 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 the show turned for like 25 minutes. The show turned into rampage. Um, but look, look, I'm just pointing it out. It's not, it's not the end of the world. I, I still thought Dynamite ended up being like sensational because of what you know what book ended. But I was just tossing it out there. Um, the main event got a lot of time. They gave him, they gave him like a, about. They, they had the remaining like. They had the remaining three minutes of the show when the only thing yeah. left was uh, entrances in the main event. Yep. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of the main event? Nah, fuck that, bro. I'm back on This nigga, son. This nigga Parker Boudreaux, All he does is bark and flex. This nigga has no fucking <laughs> muscles. You have no muscles, bro. You had you were in better shape bro. when you were playing college ball. And niggas would be like, oh, who's this motherfucker to talk about somebody else's body? A swole ass nigga, bro. Niggas know what I look like, bro. I'm swole as shit. This nigga Parker look like stop flexing on my television screen. <laughs> bro, awesome, you, see Parker, bro. You, see, you see Parker last night as well, bro. He was doing bro. that shit that he done when he was Harlan. So like, yeah, it was. Like, yo, oh, Mark, someone said, someone said, he'll something. do a bill. He'll do a bill. He'll fucking start barking and flexing and shit. Yeah. He'll throw someone in the corner, in the corner of the ring, fucking forearm them, whatever. Start barking and flexing. He's a fucking <laughs> barking flex merchant, bro. This shit is awful. <laughs> Get that shit out of here, man. Like this shit is not fun to watch. You, you know what it reminds you of? In the early weeks of Braun Breaker's NXT 2.0 run, just like when you, when you, listen. In the early weeks of Braun Breaker's run on NXT 2.0, Monty, when Braun was still clearly super green, um, he did what a lot of green talents do. See, when you're green and you don't know what to do in between moves, you just like Tony trying to industry plant the trust busters is nasty behavior. It is, <laughs> anti- 
It is. I, I was going to say, Monty, see, when, when young wrestlers don't know what to do in between moves, they just kind of like pump their fists and like, you know, like, you know, do things in between, like gesturing or whatever. Like Braun Breaker, he'll do a shoulder tackle and be like, it's like all right bro you know and and with this guy with this guy boudreau he'll just put you to the corner and do an elbow and just be like ah like flex his muscles like ao says and it's uh it's funny bro i wanted parker boudreau to be good so bad because i was gonna industry plant tweets i was gonna be like hey the fact that this guy goes a fucking superstar in the making yo this nigga (laughs) is in awful shape bro he was in better shape when 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 people when he was going viral for being like the fucking next brock lesnar and shit yeah yeah in ring like it's it's not good bro come on I, you know it, it's still very early in his career but what i will say monty is uh it was shocking how much he how, like how still similar he is to harland when i saw him in the backstage segment you know what like, I mean? bro, like, like, it was it was, it was it was it was harland with hair like i was like yo yeah. that's crazy even done like a weird grunt thing bro like, it was like <laughs> someone said something to tavari and he was like, mm. was like <laughs> what this what's this Listen, oh. listen. I have a perfect gimmick for Park for Boudreaux, right? Just play okay. into your real life, nigga. Just be a white yes. fucking not pimp, but just be a white fucking <laughs> playboy ass Florida nigga, bro. Talk about all these rappers, try to get rappers to fucking make appearances and shit like that. Talk about how mm. much money you get and shit like that, nigga. That's just what you should can't do, bro. Do it, just stand there like a normal person. Let uh Davari do it for him. That was like that was that's been his fucking gimmick. I'm a rich ass nigga, bro. So just be like, yo, Parker really that him, bro. Like I always I always say this Tony, um, his stable making is strange because like there's never a, a cohesive idea initially with these people. To me, my brain's already immediately turning gears and going like, okay, ass boys, private party, boudreaux, a bunch of douchey young turn-up people. I don't know if you put all five of them together. But like that's how my brain works when I think of these talents. You know, I don't I don't know what goes to your mind to say. Stokely Hathaway, Lee Moriarty, Ethan Page, and nah, Colton Gunn. Nah. That is crazy. Like, that's just nah. insane. Um, and, and like I said, this block of TV where, where I saw the Ass Boys, Danhausen, and the Trust Busters, and, and, and then like that weird, awkward women's back backstage thing, it was it was just like, it, it's like we got transported to Friday night for a second. Uh, but because it was so short and because the show started so strong and ended so strong, it didn't really matter. Uh, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, uh, you know, I just wanted to point it out. Um, the main event was Chris Jericho and John Moxie. They went close to 30 minutes. Uh, Jericho came out dressed as Lionheart. Um, his gear was very similar to the gear he wore in the 1995 J Cup in war. He faced Benoit in that tournament. Uh, and the gear was super similar. It was obviously not the exact same pants because Jericho probably can't fit into those. Um, but this was super really, it was really cool seeing Jericho come back in this old aesthetic. He really did look like his old Lionheart self. Like he, he clean shaved, he shaved his beard um yeah he wore he wore like his old lionheart uh sleeveless jacket uh he came out moxie came out and they had what i thought was their first very good match um these guys have wrestled on and off since like 2016 um and to me i don't think they've ever had a match that i'd call anything above at best good um i thought their wwe matches sucked i thought their revolution match was like just barely good um, but this was like this was this was really good. This was like pretty great, actually. Uh, they worked hard. It was a slow build. Um, they bled because, of course, John Moxley is in a match. He's gonna bleed. Um, you know, there are some big dramatic submissions. John Moxley sold his ass off in the walls of Jericho, 
And when he's reaching for the ropes, it was it was very Steve Austin-esque, seeing him with his big blue eyes, bleeding and shaking his face and gritting his teeth and pumping his fist as he's crawling. Like, it was great stuff. Um, ultimately, Chris Jericho, uh, you know, he was submitted. And, uh, yeah, um, I thought it was I thought it was a really, really, really good main event. What did you guys think of the main event? I fucking loved it. Shout out to Jared Goat. Shout out to the rest of the year, John Moxley. Um, there's no break. CM Punk, bro. You're gonna hurt yourself trying to catch catch up, bro. All right. No agendas aside, that nigga can't. He can't catch up. It's over. Moxley won, bro. Everybody, everybody already made their decisions and shit. Like it's done, bro. This John has Moxley been a, a nasty month for John, man. Like he's been going crazy. Oh, it's been a nasty 2022. He's been going crazy since he no, came back. As, as interim champ, it's like it pretty much feels like he's just wrestling every week and it's always great. Like he just, he turned it up so much and it was obviously by design. They knew that punk was going to come back. And so they wanted Mox's whole argument to be that, you know, I'm the workhorse. And so by design, he's been wrestling every week. He feels like a central part of the show. He feels like the main character of dynamite. Um, Even more. So I tweeted this. I, I think that he's been a more central active part of the show as a champion than hangman ever was when he was a champion, you know, hangman felt kind of disconnected from the product at times. Yeah. Despite the fact that he's like one of the best wrestlers in the world, I think Hammond is one of the best wrestlers in the world, honestly. Um, and his title defenses were all really good, um, but it just felt like he was disconnected from AEW, and uh, it, it almost felt like he was a non-factor some weeks. John Moxley feels like the main character of the show, um, and every week he's been having these great matches as interim champion, and and so it, I think it's all done on purpose so that when Punk is back, which he's back now, Mox is going to be able to have that legitimate claim, like, bro, I'm actually the fucking champion. You know, I've been here. I'm, 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 you know, you, you, you won that shit and couldn't, you know, you couldn't even stick around. Um, one thing I want to point out is a lot of people were making a complaint about Jim Ross saying, I don't get the whole interim thing. And they were complaining about that. And uh, I, I feel like people Crazy. don't, don't get it. <laughs> do, do, do you not realize that what Jim Ross is saying is that fuck interim. He's the champion. He was, his point was that John Moxie isn't an interim champion. He is the champion. He's here and he's defending this belt and he's putting the work in week in and week out, week out. He literally went on to say that. He said, he said, I don't like this. I don't get this interim thing. Mox is the champion. And, and guess what? He's not the only one who voiced that. There's multiple different personalities on AEW programming who have given their opinions on, on this interim title. Are they burying the product? Wardlow said he didn't believe in an interim championship. I, I did not see any of these complaints that you're talking about, bro. Bro, bro, Ayo, I did. I'm not saying they didn't exist. I'm just saying yeah, I, I, didn't, saw, I didn't see them. I saw a lot of people complaining about Jim Ross saying, I don't get the interim thing. That's his opinion, and it's also the opinion of John Moxley's in probably in real life, but also his character. That's going to be his gripe when he talks to CM Punk. He's going to say, "I'm not no fucking interim champion. I'm a real champ." He already said it to Chris Jericho in their promo two weeks ago. Fuck. You know, um, so to me, it's like, no, he's putting John over, and he's basically saying, "Bro, this is not a paper title. He's been defending this thing in in these heated matches, and he's the man, and he's held the ship together, and so that's his legitimate claim to the prize." Um, so yeah, man, I, I thought the match was great. Chris Jericho, it, it, it's it's just unreal how how long he's been good, you know. It, it's just crazy. Uh, Chris, what did you think of the main event? Chris, what's up? What did you think of the main event? Uh, it was my third match on the show. Um, it's a top ten dynamite match in my opinion. Wow. Uh, I, I thought the the dynamic of Jericho um, going back to more of a aggressive, uh, not submission based, 
But, you know, he did say he was going to stress the, like, the shit out of Moxley, and that's what he did. You know, he was doing submissions he hasn't done in, like, 20 years. He wore his tights. He was – um, his line saw was really good today. Uh, he was just doing a lot of stuff that I feel like fed into him putting Mox over and Mox being a valiant babyface at the end. Um, and I, I, no one's talking about this like that, but he let Mox kick out of the Judas effect, which he didn't have to do. <laughs> like, you know, he let him kick out of the Judas effect. And then he fucking tapped out to the uh, real naked choke, which usually people don't tap out to that. So he put Mox over even more by saying, no, I won't even pass out. I'll tap out and shit like that. I thought the match was great. You know, um, Trump getting rated Jericho is a different fucking beast. Um, what? Trump getting rated Jericho is a different beast. He saw oh. Trump got rated and said, all right, I'm going to put on the classic. He said, I got to put on for the big, the big fucking homie, bro. The big homie. Oh this, this podcast is... Like, yeah, I'll give up, nigga. I got you. Watch this. Four and three quarter stars, nigga. Right on Dynamite. Oh, that is crazy. Make America great again. That is crazy. We do not... We we at WrestlePurists do not condone uh, the state. These are not uh, these are not the opinion. The the, the I think this this, this what we're built off of. (laughs) (laughs) WrestlePurists does not outward. WrestlePurists does not support or condone the actions of the former president. Cry, I was when I was when when I was reading when I was reading the mission statement of WrestlePurists. It said. We love Donald Trump. No, mission statement, bro. Mission statement. This nigga just showed up on a podcast one day. Mission statement, That's nasty. When I was a person to sign my contract, shout out man, and sing the Pledge of Allegiance. So, you know, we're proud over here. Yeah, I, I remember uh, we, we, oh, we, scouted, we scouted Chris and Rob through Twitter spaces. This, uh, this, <laughs> this big AO guy. I'm telling you, bro. He he just shown up on a podcast one day. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Um, but yeah, man, the match is great. Uh, and then in the post match, we had the uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society attacking John Moxley, and then the BCC ran out. And Monty, one of the things I actively said was that, um, why is Brian Danielson not running out to help them? And I I assumed that he was in the building because he's booked for a promo. Um. On, on Rampage. So unless it's a pre-tape, I'm hoping it's a pre-tape on Rampage because if it's not and, and Brand- Danielson's there live, then it makes no sense that he didn't help Mox. Um, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt on that. Um, but uh, with that with that said, yeah, when they were beating down on Mox, I was like, man, this I hope, uh, I hope CM Punk shows up here. And he did. CM Punk made his return. He beat up on, on all, the, all the JAS members. He had the standoff with Jon Moxley. The crowd is going crazy. They did the they they did the the Hogan Rock uh, thing where they kind of looked on both sides of the crowd. Uh, the fans are super into it. John Moxley clearly genuinely has a chip on his shoulder about this matchup, and it's awesome to see. He flipped CM Punk off. He cursed him out. He he jumped over the the, the ring ropes, and he dapped up his boy. Oh my god! Yeah, no, 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 no twerking. I, I'm just recapping right now. Uh, yeah, Claudio Hangman was throwing it back. <laughs> That's hey, crazy. listen, you was listen. Going is this nigga's profile pick TN? 
Tien is a crazy choice. Tien is Tien is Tien is amazing. Tien is fire. Um, but no, but but yeah, no. Nah, listen, man. Um, you know, Mox dapped up Cesaro. Like, you know what it felt like? It felt like when um someone stepped into you and you didn't back down. You 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 go you go back to your homie and he's like, yeah, you showed him. Uh, but they dapped <laughs> each other up and shit. You know, um, this, they, they walked up the ramp. CM Punk was hyped. He showed off that his his foot is fine. He jumped on the foot. And we're ready to go. Jim Ross, Monty, did you notice how much he woke up when Punk came out? Yeah, bro, I love it. Every that single time, every time someone pops him, comes up on the TV, bro, you feel him come up. He was like, it's oh, my up. God. My God. Sam <laughs> Punk. Sam Punk is here. A uh, long time ago, Jim Ross gave an um, interview where he was like, I genuinely, like, when there's a surprise like that, I genuinely don't want to know. Mm-hmm. So I can give, like, my real, um, like I can give a genuine expression, like as yeah. how I'm really reacting. I wonder if like he's still capable of doing that, like just going off on the flyers, just like he's kind of older now, so we gotta let him know everything that's going on. So he kind of yep. think about what he wants to say. But uh when when music when punk's music hit, that was that that was great. Like it felt like throwback JR and shit. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, for I I agree. Jim Ross, uh he took his voice up to octaves that he hasn't been able to reach this year. Um, so yeah, that popped me. And look, man, I lost my mind. Look, I, I, uh, I'll just be honest with you guys. I'll be frank and, and open. Um, I couldn't feel anything in my lower extremities for about, about 25 minutes. Um, my back began, uh, I entered paralysis briefly. Um, my left side got cold. Um, bro, twerking, twerking yourself into paralysis is crazy. You're a grown man. <laughs> I, I, uh, listen, man, CM Punk is, isn't, is a once in a generation wrestler. And so, I'm really excited that he's back. Pro wrestling is back. Uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, it's your move. You know, pro wrestling will be back next week when Kenneth Omega makes his return. That, yeah, that, that would be cool. And, before we end all this, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny being but back Kenny, next week is, is is pretty cool. And and him and um, him and the Bucks doing Tijeras's and 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 Conhilos and and uh, Ranas is going to be very nice. And and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. But CM Punk and John Moxley. He's going to main event all out, and that's awesome, and and I'm ready for this. What I'm very interested to see, Monty, is what the crowd dynamic is going to be because it is going to be a bit tough for Punk in the sense that, you know, Mox is the one who has been here. You know, he's been here. He's been wrestling every week. He's been having bangers. Mox is is going to say on the mic, like, bro, I'm the real champion, you know, and and people are going to take his side. There's going to be people taking his side. The key is, is it going to be a babyface, babyface dynamic? Or are the fans just gonna turn on Punk? You know that feels like a bit of a leap. Them fans are not turning on CM Punk, bro. Yeah, you know, no, 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 I'm not talking about the actual. I'm talking about the build. I'm talking about the build. Punk just returned. Mm. Mox needs to work this feud heel. Well, he probably and he'll do good at it. The thing is, his his um his personal justification for his mindset is going to be very justified, which is that, bro, I've been fucking here. (laughs) Like, what the hell? It's gonna be one of those like he's a he's an asshole. But he, he's right. Like he's being an asshole, about it, but he's right. Like, yeah. Um, it's interesting. I here's the thing: the B, the BCC is kind of tweener to a degree. Um, so yeah. them them leaning in the bad yeah. side, like that's yeah. not that jarring. Except I, I won't be able to buy Wheeler Yuta being a meanie at nah. all, at all. But um, Danielson and Mox. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of babyface versus babyface feuds anywhere, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I, I, I hope somebody leans leans one way. You know what I actually think happens? What's that? I actually think Punk turns heel on the uh in the match. 
I think he lows blows Moxley to win the belt. No, no. So you know, you know what I, you know what I say, Chris. So if it was up to me, um, I wouldn't turn him heel there. I turn him heel at Arthur Ashe against Eddie Kingston if they ever had a match. That's what I would do. I'll be fine. Y'all gotta let that match go, bro. No, I'm not letting. No, no, Chris is gonna happen. Are you? Are you dumb? It's 100 percent gonna happen. Why do you think they keep? Okay, okay. Maybe it's not happening Arthur Ashe, but but it's 100 percent gonna happen again. It's gonna be Omega versus. It's definitely gonna be Omega versus Punk out. Uh, I, I I I I think it is because um Arthur Ashe is, is like not even halfway filled yet. Yeah, I, I, was say. <laughs> I, I they got they gotta sell that out. And it doesn't get more box office and more big money right now than CM Punk and Kenny Omega. Which hey man, that's a testament to Kenny Omega. Two straight years where his match is the big match of Arthur Ashe. You know, so that best I mean, the machine best shit is when you're the best wrestler alive, this shit just falls into place like that. He's the best it's fucking t- bout machine. The fuck are you talking about? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny Omega is a really good worker. So, like, yeah, seeing him and Punk wrestle is gonna be awesome. Um, looking forward to that. This nigga, bro. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. It's it, it it is crazy how much Kenny Omega still holds the keys. Quite frankly, and again, again, this is not an indictment on him. Kenny Omega did all that work to be able to kind of pass it off to Hangman and give him the torch. Um, and we've seen this in in, in historically and sometimes in the business, but he gave Hangman the torch. And it almost feels like daddy has to come back and re- hold it back for another couple of years. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it feels like uh, Hangman still has some more growing to do. And, and, no, like, so here's the thing. It's weird because I don't, I don't agree with Hangman having more growing to do. He wasn't given the opportunity to have the show be about Hangman. Like every time, every time he was given the ball, he had a fucking every time he was home he had a home run, bro. You know, Hangman never bombed in the segment, he never bombed in the match. Every time he's given an opportunity, he fucking killed it. So here's my thing: as a performer, he does everything asked of him as good as he possibly can. And so that's why it's, this is kind of a weird conversation because he's not like like, for example, for me, Jungle Boy as a performer has more to advance in like his his from a skill standpoint. Um, but like the same with the Dante Martin, Hangman Page is like a tremendous damn near perfect yeah. professional worker and and he's and he's super over and he has great presence and he he is he is him when it comes to that um but with that said he's he doesn't have he's not the name that Kenny Omega is or CM Punk or John Moxley he don't have um, that aura yet he doesn't have that aura and and what what what's it going to take for him to get that is it just going to take just being at a main event level for a couple more years perhaps um but ultimately Kenny Omega being back feels like a huge deal. And, uh, you know, it makes sense for him and Punk to be the, the headline of, of, of Arthur Ashe. So I'm going to be there live. So I mean, it's going to be exciting. Um, do you guys have any additional thoughts before we kind of wrap this up? No, I'm good. <sighs> Chris yeah, Jericho busted himself open hard way. So, <laughs> you know, that's what's always. Up, that. good what's up, Chris? Let me put some good headphones in. Let me put some good headphones in. Okay. Do you think um, Punk Punk versus Omega sells are off rush, right? Of course it does. Uh, it, it'll it'll they're at like last I checked they're at like around eight thousand. They'll get to about I six, I, I six, checked 16, I checked today whatever. it's 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 literally sixty six percent sold out right now. I I think I think Punk Omega and and maybe a slight ticket price uh, decrease gets them to sixty percent. Sixty percent, sixty percent, and 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 sixty percent of what they've currently set up at right now, or yeah, what what, what they currently have set up in oh, like oh, 
Um, oh. I don't know what the actual absolute max is. When it's 22. It's 22. the max for wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Last year they got to oh, 22. Wow. Okay. Yeah, maybe, to oh, okay, so right now they're, uh, we're, so they're about like 50% then because I saw what I saw was they, they were at like 11. I think that was that was either this morning or yesterday morning. I don't think they get to twenty two. I think heavy punk Omega marketing can can get can get them in, in the high teens. Hmm. And, and if it does, it's a testament to their drawing ability. I yeah, mean, definitely. there's gonna be a walk up crowd. Yeah, people was walking up last year. Yeah, she was that she was uh, what's it called? Advertisers sold out for like two like a month, two months. Yeah, like, yeah. People a- 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 like walking up. For weeks, we were told the numbers like 17, 18K. And then when oh. the show was said and done, like it was like complete capacity, basically, you know, full. So, yeah, we'll see. There's a lot more ground to cover this year. Um, but but they, they got to they have to just go heavy on the on the Punk Omega. I think the minute the all out is over. Um, Chris, if that is the, if that's the direction you want to get something off, Chris. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. I just want to, you know, before we end, I want to have a general statement for our... Can y'all hear me? Y'all can hear me, right? Yeah, we can hear you. I just want to have a statement for all wrestling enjoyers. You know, <laughs> whether you're an AEW fan, WWE fan, New Japan fan, Stardom fan, hell, even if you're an Impact fan, this is a great time for wrestling. We all should just enjoy all wrestling. Triple H and Tony Khan are going crazy against each other. We all should just enjoy wrestling. Um, stop being biased. Stop grifting. And um, stop being a shill. And with that being said, uh, Tony Khan in six, nigga, the best wrestler of all time is returning <laughs> next week. Uh, y'all niggas can have Dexter Loomis and Karrion oh, Cross and Jonah Hill and fucking all them niggas. Johnny kick out at three, two, Gargano. <laughs> Give me CM Punk, nigga. Give me Kenny Omega. Give me MJF. Fuck that nigga, by the way. But, you know, it's not close. Uh, y'all can enjoy our wrestling. I'm going to sit here and be as biased as I want to fucking be. So, uh, yeah. Hey, yo. Um, shout out to the audience, bro. Like, they fucked with us heavy today. There was 167 people in here at one time. It's like 130 people still here. Like Impressive. last time, it, it topped off with like 150 people. Last time I was here, it was like 150 people, and then really? it like went down to like wait, 90. Wait, um, wait, we, we we beat the um your last appearances live viewership. Yeah, bro. I'll get I'll get up the uh, holy shit. I'll put, I'll put up, I'll put up the numbers bigger. right now. I'll put up the numbers. Yo, right yo, now. Ayo, let's so. see if we could, let's see if we could beat 3.3k to the, uh, this, right. this video. Yo, um, the last last time. Yo, uh, everybody that's here, I'm not fucking coming back until I have. 2.5k followers on Twitter again, bro. So <laughs> y'all want me back? Y'all better this start following the nigga, bro. I'm not. I'm, is... I'm my mother. On my soul, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm not coming back until I get 2.5k followers on Twitter again. That is crazy. so. Y'all figure that, it out. Figure it out, bro. It said, figure it out. You know, 1100 additional people. This is this is what I actually need the WrestlePurist audience to do right now. What I need is to do is keep sending Chris and Rob abuse about getting their shit together so we can start their podcast. I am ready. Also, everybody in the chat, when people are watching, Chris just said he's ready. Chris, you went went Optimus Prime in the middle of this video, bro. Like, you literally turned into a robot. What are you saying? You are not ready. I'm not using my laptop until we start on I'm on my phone right now. I have my laptop ready, but I'm waiting for Imperis. I don't like using it. 
What? Because I didn't want to, pussy. Yo, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. Everybody who's here right now, press the like button. Really fast. I need yeah, to like, like, subscribe, follow. Yeah, actually, 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 actually like the video. Actually like the video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, listen. listen. Like, I need this to surpass the old video for uh, contract negotiation purposes. Wait, 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 wait. What do you say, Chris? Bring wrestle pure signs to wrestling shows. Yo, honestly, hell yeah, man. I see all kinds of... No, yo, Monty, honestly, I see all kinds of nut shit at these shows when it comes to these signs, bro. I see someone brought a Von Wagner sign with dynamite. Like, we're just talking about anything <laughs> in these signs. So That's listen, man, floor, listen, man, if you want to go to a dynamite and rep us, man, feel free to do it. We should, we should create a reward system, Monty, if people do something like that. If they rep Russell Pierce, you know, they'll get whatever it is. I want to um, see you. I want to see you front row at Arthur. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> front row We need to. We need to have Blackpool Combat Club uh, jumpsuits with the Russell Pierce logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Listen, guys, I appreciate the support, man. You guys are so great. Um, so many people watching this shit live to see me. Uh, I didn't really get to fight Ao too much this week, which is unfortunate. Um, I, I still, I still crave his blood. Um, so what? Y'all let that y'all let that, wall, bro. y'all let that hey y'all let that slide y'all let that slide when, when Mox so be saying in a promo some signs coming yeah you got some signs I'm gonna bring an AO side of Twitter side that's disgusting real nigga no it's not that's disgusting. Disgusting. real nigga I'll take a sign bring a sign with a piece of bread I'll bring a wrestle pure sign to clash I yo Jamie please yeah, no, man. Don't listen, don't go to WWE shows. <laughs> Clash of the Castle is gonna have like seventy thousand people there. We're just gonna no sell that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's eight thousand hundred K though. First show in the UK. We can't. Yo, everybody knows that one. That <laughs> that one UK <laughs> citizen. Only like it takes like. <laughs> Where's this going? Only equivalent to one one tenth of an American. <laughs> So Clash really only did 7K, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen, you guys are so supportive, and I appreciate all of you. Um, everybody who's a part of the podcast, obviously, I appreciate um, the second version of AO coming to today. Chris, it was good to have you back. Monty, as always. Not coming back until I get 2,500 followers. Monty, appreciate you for always keeping the ball rolling. Um, shout out to everybody who was in the chat today. Uh, I got an, uh, an echo. But um, shout out to everybody who's in the chat today. Uh, shout out to uh, our contributors. Special shout outs to Isra. Isra, we appreciate you. We can't wait to have you on the podcast again. Uh, thank you for supporting and watching the stream. We love you. We appreciate you. Same goes Coming for Rob. Yeah, same goes for Anna. Anna, you're awesome. We can't wait to have you back again. Um, it's because of you that this went off the rails like maybe 17 times today. Um, but we, we we love and appreciate you and your support and what your contributions. Right, shout out, to, shout out to my nigga Rob. He's gonna be shout back next Rob. week. Um, I will not be here. Uh, <laughs> let me let me tell let me tell the streets what I got. Yo, like, okay, I gotta wake up at five fifteen a.m. and get my workout in before work just to entertain y'all. So I hope the streets <laughs> appreciate what I do. And I'm sick as fuck. This is full game AO doing this shit. Just dropping 100 points on Heyman's bitch ass head, nigga. You think this shit is anything about me, nigga? I'm different. I'm fucking him, nigga. But for y'all, y'all just die. Just drop dead trying to do this shit. That's crazy. Yeah, listen, you know, AO did what he had to do. Uh, You guys are the best. I'm going to... 
There's an echo again. Um, but I'm going to. I don't not be hearing these echoes, bro. Testing. Because it's you. Because it's you. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. But but look, guys, listen, man. You know where to find me. Follow me at Backup Hangman. I probably need headphones. Tonight, guys, I'm going to be bringing back the Backup Hangman side. Um, I have not hosted a Twitter space. All right, Chris. That's why you're not going to be a fucking uh, uh, what's it called? An admin? What do we call those things? Co-host. Listen, tonight we're doing the Backup Hangman side. I have not hosted a Twitter space in what feels like maybe two months, but I'm going to bring it back tonight. Should be fun. Hopefully bad bitches join. Um, and uh, feel free to swing by and we'll, we'll talk about shit. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Like, comment, subscribe. WrestlePurious.com uh, at WrestlePurious on Twitter. We're currently looking for contributors. So if you ever have any spare time and want to uh, help us out with news writing or any of that shit, um, if you want to write a feature, reach out to us on DMs. Um, follow Aom, get his new account up to 2,500 people because we need our top stars. Um, listen to Hangman Space. Follow at Chris or Brett on Twitter. Um, follow me at MontelWP. And um, most importantly, please subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff, and we'll Wait, be Monta, back. What are we doing for 1K? Well, what are we doing for we 1K? We should have every. Mm, we got to get there first. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get there for so I think we just went past nine hundred, so we're probably on like nine ten or something like that now. So yeah, I've been saying for like the past when, week. When Russell Pierce gets to one K, Hollywood hangman Adam Pierce is gonna hold a raffle and he's gonna fly out the winner of the raffle and take them out on a date, man or woman. He's gonna show y'all <laughs> who me. He's gonna <laughs> fly y'all out, he's gonna put y'all up in a nice hotel. Yeah, you, win, you win a day a day with not. back up hang, but a day Listen, I'm not saying he's gonna put out, but what I am saying is he's <laughs> oh not necessarily God. against the idea. You feel me? That, that's crazy. So, <laughs> no, listen, I, I'm not a whore, and I need to be wined and dined before I, you know. That's crazy. Oh, oh, that's crazy. Um, um, listen, listen, I, I am a gentleman. Oh, that's a good one. What's up? For one K, Hangman should turn his camera on. What, what are we at right now? Um. Nine, Shit. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> Two for 2K. For 913. That's unfortunate. Maybe I'll consider that. Look, man, win a date with back and bang, man. I'll show you guys a good time. I'm a gentleman. Um, so <laughs> you know it'll it'll be fun. I smell good. I I, I pay for everything. Uh I don't agree. You no. Know. So what what is that going on? Anyway, yeah, subscribe. Don't listen to Hollywood. Uh you know, he's he's just talking shit again. But um, yeah, <laughs> like, subscribe, follow us all, etc., etc. Bad bitches, bad bitches, follow me. Also, my uh, Instagram is available to the bad bitches. You just gotta ask me for it. <laughs> Not putting that out there. Type shit. But yeah, that's all I got. Oh fuck! I stubbed my toe on my Lambo. Fuck. My bad. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll talk to you next that's, time. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.